Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is brought to you by Rift Wine and Tap in Scottsdale, Arizona. Rift is Scottsdale's newest wine bar featuring 25 craft beer tap handles, a full wine lounge, grab and go retail, curbside pickup. Check them out online at riftbaraz.com. You can see all their inventory, what's happening in the shop, everything. And that's www.riftbaraz.com. Now for today's episode, we welcome on Youssef, our friend running the Social Distance Drinking Club. Uh, he just did a collab with Tombstone Brewery in down uh, southern Arizona. Uh, he has his beer to share with us, as well as us blind tasting him on some fun wines, just to talk about what's going on in the world right now. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you very much. All right, all right, we do it. We do it live. We're doing it live. God, is that ever gonna get old? Is Bill O'Reilly's single fucking YouTube sensational <laughs> quote? Never mind. He's got a million of those. The tides roll in. The tides roll out. That's you true. can't explain that. Can't. Yes, yes, Bill O'Reilly. Yes, yes, we can. We can. And the guy who was sitting there was so stunned he couldn't even describe it. Um, it's funny that those like little ass videos will always be remembered forever. So the whole Marsha, Marsha, Marsha thing was back from the Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where that came from. Yeah. But it was we were talking about it's the saying Candyman, Candyman, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. If if Marsha from Tombstone hears this, she's going to be mad because I think we've mentioned the Brady Bunch Every, ara- around her at and, least four times this week. Of course, you have so, to. Well, we, next time we see her, we should just throw a football out of principle around the area. Yeah, yeah. Just, just <laughs> hey, how you doing, Marsha? Just up. Bang. <laughs> she just walks in. I'm out of here. Fuck this. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I quit. Literally, we've been driving around the state picking up beers from everybody. I mean, John goes, "Hey, I'm going to drive to Fallon Hills. Go check out this brewery." And he comes back, goes, "Hey, uh, can you help me unload my truck?" <laughs> like it is trucks, like the whole back of it's filled with beer. I'm like, how drunk did they get you, bro? First <laughs> off, they didn't get me drunk. I allowed myself to get drunk <laughs> and yeah. sell you a whole bunch of beer. Yeah, I bought the beer before I got drunk. Is it Rift Tap and Wine? Uh, w- Rift, w- Rift wine, wine and Tap. Yeah. Rift Wine and Tap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know what else goes in threes when people do stutter songs? You would have to probably go down to get it, or you could go with the Manuel Brothers as your shipper. That's what we've been using as Manuel Brothers. They're apparently great. They they literally sometimes come four days a week to our place because of some of the beers we're buying. That poor guy too. Every time he drops it off, he's like, "I swear to God, I didn't break these." Because we've had the worst luck with two drivers. One driver he shows up, everything's always good. The other driver, everything's always broken. So every time, that poor guy. Yeah, he's like he's like the one guy who listens to us. Right, it's like this motherfucker. We we got a shipment in from Moonraker. Like a whole pallet, and it tipped over on the way there, and like three cans were broken of this skew, eight cans were broken of this skew, three cans were broken of that skew, and then he shows up. How does that? How does that work? You guys have to like go through and count which ones are broken, so you yeah, can get a actually, yeah, on that, like hand count everything. And yeah. I just ducked it off tell. the invoice. You can just feel the cans as you go on. Anyone oh that yeah, of course. Pressure. I mean, yeah. The downside was is, well, it's not a downside, but we had to drink them all. In that one evening, there was like nine cans that were cracked. Because it wasn't even that they were dented. They were like actually cut open and leaking Some out. were like spraying a little bit out the side. And oh, yeah. So literally, we're just like pound. I mean, I think in an hour, we pounded like nine beers. Yeah, I don't remember anything. So yeah, probably <laughs> much. So is, this the, is this the first episode that you guys are doing since working on Rift? 
Or have you guys sat down and recorded in the last couple we, months? We, we did an episode a couple months ago, like kind of a, a Rona episode. But this is like the first one since you've yes. got like yeah. a sign You're and the a logo. You're the first guest who's a... been on in 2020. And ev- yes. So and what, what, oh, let me get this straight. Hey guys, thanks for joining us here with Spilling the Truth. I'm, uh, I'm here uh, <laughs> with my guests today, uh, Jonathan Coppins and Damian Kanzer, who just opened up Rift Wine and Tap. Hey guys, thanks for joining. Thank you, Yusuf. We're oh, really so, glad to be on the so show with it's, you It's great evening. to have you on my show. Uh, thank you very much. We really appreciate coming on the We've show. We've been dropping hints about this on previous episodes too for like two years we're like yeah, can't, not say, at all. can't say too much <laughs> never at all just sitting there staring at cameras going hey guess what we're doing it's fun it's funny that we announced more about our show on your show or more about our shop on your show than our own show true well uh, the difference is mine's live true true so you know that that was like st- direct to consumer consumption yeah. and for <laughs> all of you listening slash watching uh joining us today is yusuf i keep Hi, forgetting everybody. there's a camera there so i can't yeah, like so awkwardly have... pick my nose in the middle of this thing or like well, you can there's something stuck in my teeth I that's can't fine get in there. sometimes you got to pick your nose i pick wedges out if all of a sudden i really have to it's <laughs> <laughs> what it is <laughs> weird fans on that one be like, i just hey, well, i have this nervous habit guys i play with my headphone cord Okay, uh, twirl like, it around you know, a little and bit. And he's like saying that as I'm twirl. playing with my cord. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's fine. I just sit here and swirl a wine for 20 minutes without drinking it. That's true. I drink the wine without swirling it. It's a terrible fucking problem. It's a weird yeah. habit. We I should just get you a solo cup. <laughs> it would do me no good. <laughs> do me no good at all. Yeah, so you have your own uh, live Facebook show, the uh, Social Distance Drinking Club. Yeah. Ooh. It's taken off. Facebook, it's YouTube. Doing so well. Uh, we're actually on Twitch and on Twitter now, too. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Hitting all the streaming services. Yeah. It's been great, man. It was such a cool concept to come up with, like, right as Rona basically kind of hit. I, it's so funny. I was just... I think I had spent so long uh, not having anything super creative to do since I work in the live events industry, and those weren't happening. Yeah. And it was, like, the first couple of weeks you would continually get the news that an event was canceled. And at first, there were events that were two weeks out or four weeks out, and then they were canceling stuff in October. I totally forgot you had a real job before this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a low-life low who owns a house and a car. That's all. Just, I don't you know, know what I'm doing. You have bills and things you got to pay for. I'm like, nope, oh, that's right. I peddle stolen wine. When's your next shipment from Manuel Brothers? <laughs> we don't use Manuel Brothers. <laughs> It's free advertising. Manuel Brothers, you owe them money now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one knows. At this point, it sounds like a cartel. Like, you're like... Manuel yeah, we, Brothers? We get our wine from Manuel Brothers. Mm-hmm. And, and I just imagine kind of the guy from uh, Better Call Saul, you know, the, the, the cartel drug dealers who own the chicken oh, shop. Yeah. I just imagine them showing Gustav? up. Gustav. Yeah. Just Gustavo. showing up at your, at your bar and being like, okay, amigos, so you need the wine and you need the beers. You've seen the back of the truck. It's cool. It's cool. You take it now, or we come back later, and uh, maybe we burn your place down. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go, Manuel Brothers. They'll edit that out for $500. (laughs) 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 So that's going to work. Well, yeah, man. This is cool. Like We talked about this for a while, trying to get ready, how we wanted to do this, figure we'd get the studio done at Rift, and it just with all the construction and, oh, my God, the amount of permits and everything you have to do. It's like, all right, well, we'll just keep doing it at the house for a while till the shop gets done. Yeah. So it's kind of nice, like getting back into a swing. It's like preseason all over again. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And then soon, hopefully, when we're in a real post-Rona environment, we can do this together at Rift, and it'll be the collab show. Right? Yeah. I like it, because then, you know, we'll have the window. People can watch in and see everything. We can bring your co-host in, too, because we'll have another camera and another yeah. mic. We could, you know what we could do? We could set up a draft system in the room so we don't have to get up and go to the draft system ourselves. You should at least have a keg of a ke- high life in the room. A kegerator. That's fantastic. Like, just for the idea. room. Yeah. I don't know anything. But, and if we can get Zima again, for I was sure. thinking Rolling Rock would be a good good thing to have in there. The green, I, the the green, green bottles. bottles. Yeah. 
So, so we actually have that idea. <laughs> so our floor is green. So we have this whole theme about green things. So we're going to do a special green bottle beer. And it will be a nostalgia beer. So every month will be something different. One month will be Rolling Rock. The next month it will be Peroni. The next month it will be... Carlsberg. Yeah. <laughs> Tuborg. Did Tuborg come in a green bottle? I think it did. Old Labatt Blue or Molson's came in a green bottle back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, it's every month. It's There's no option. It's just, can I get the green bottle? That's it. Just green great. bottle. Or the Mandaflorian beer. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. So well, it's just it's just a blind green bottle. It's a blind green bottle, dirt cheap, makes you feel bad about yourself for drinking it, but you're still gonna enjoy it. There's, there's something about the novelty of like you know like the brown bag special that they have. Yeah. At, um, who so is it? it? Culinary Dropout. Yep. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll get this double IPA or a stout, you know, from Oscar. Do Boos they really? They throw in yeah. good ones. Oh yeah, they throw. In oh, some I didn't good know ones. that. Oh, I thought it was just PBR. Oh hell no! I, I, I assumed went, it was. Dude, I had a Rolling PBR. Rock, a Keystone, and then it was followed by like an Oscar Blues, uh, and there was a Great Divide Stout after that too and it was shocking i didn't know what the, i wasn't prepared for it i That's, wish it came in the other order <laughs> <laughs> when you could taste and enjoy it yeah like oh thank you it's 115 i'm on the patio here's a stout yeah, exactly. for, yeah. Two, for three dollars <laughs> can i just get another keystone <laughs> <laughs> You know, so that's not a bad idea. We do a bunch of green bottles and we get one case of like some really high end green bottle beer, something like with a little flip top or something that pops off. That might not be bad. Yeah. Although I don't know any green bottle beers that are good because everything's that are, that are high end. There's, yeah. some, there's some stuff from uh, Arizona that has come in green cans. Really? Oh, yeah. Get away with that's some excellent. Cans. I like that idea. Some tombstone stuff, in fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, or at least has green on it. No, uh, it's got to, we got to go green. I've seen a black can. And that's about it. Black and silver cans. I'll tell you, since we've been doing this, we've tried a lot of beers. I mean, yeah. what do you think? Like five, six hundred beers in the last like five months? Yeah. Yeah. Arizona's killing it right now in the beer world. Oh, they're yeah. doing For sure. amazing things. And they're it's almost like the, the restaurant business. We're so underrated. Oh, a hundred percent. Like we're we 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 kind of fly below the radar. Yeah. If we were Colorado or you know, Oregon, something like that, we'd be pretty mainstream. But for some reason, Arizona Arizona only is just kind of like doesn't get the recognition. This is a great time to cut back to our last episode we did together and talk about how we've Sbarros. outgrown Sparrows. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was it's, coming. It's incredible how we've outgrown Sparrows. Uh, um, if anybody's listening and you make a Sbarros pizza truck, you can be in front of my place every day, as far as I'm concerned. Can I just call it Sorrows? Like, yeah. is that fine for the sadness we're going to have to fucking deliver to people's mouths? Absolutely. It's just going to be a truck, and there's going to be a tank that's 50 gallons of sweet marinara sauce, and they're just going to splatter it Can on Can you say some marinara like again for me? Marinara? <laughs> no, one more time. Marinara. marinara. <laughs> okay, got it. Marinara. That's much better if you do it like that. I soak your cork, you soak <laughs> my cork. You are good cork soaker. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know. Somebody's got to do it. There's somebody out there with a the crappy Sabaros recipe who was probably really drunk and was like, yeah, I can make this. I mean, that concept has got to be, I mean, it's got to be dying, especially with airports dying. Because Shitty only, pizza. Are there only <laughs> Sabaros in airports now? Hold on a second, man. Like, I don't think I can recall how many airports I've been to and actually seen a Sabaros. We've talked about this, they are, but though. I am not rehashing I, a half-hour Sabaros conversation with you I guys. I can tell you all of them, probably. I, I think he has an app on his phone, like... Tra- <laughs> Find my Sabaros. It's called Find My Sabaros. It's Google Maps. I can't can't work under these conditions. There's there's one Sabaros left in Arizona, and it's on your way to Tombstone. (laughs) I was told this was a highbrow show, okay, with tastemakers and intelligent people. Well, you were lied, sir. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Sparrows, and I'm pretty sure I'm drinking... Again, by the way. I'm pretty sure I'm drinking Boone's Farm mixed with Sprite. What kind of place is this? No, tell them. You know what? Don't tell them, because I'm going to blind taste them on something from Uh the fridge. 
not good. Yeah. So, Boone's, oh yeah. So you can't blind taste me on Boone's Farm now that I've said it out loud. It's not Boone's Farm, but you know, I mean, you're gonna hear a definitive sound in a I minute. I mean, if it's Sun Peak Peach or Strawberry Hill, I mean, that's a kind of a tough choice. Strawberry Hill, man. Everyone remembers, dude, paying someone to get those from a Circle K in senior year of high school. That alone, right there, says underage drinking. I used to I pay remember paying for it the next morning. Did everybody? That's by the way. I'll laugh my way to the bank making Boone's Farm. <laughs> I'll be fine with that. You, there, did, you already you already do with some of your wines. That's true. I make some right. But uh, yeah. So for this episode, uh, you know, we figured obviously we just talk get back into it. But we're gonna blind taste Yusuf once again on a whole bunch of different wines. Hey, you know what we did? That same thing we talked about last time. We, we are we gonna go full half hour before we introduce me? I mean, I kind of. <laughs> you already kind of did. Yeah. But did I, you? I can edit said, it out. Yeah. Did you? No, we said it's Yusuf from yeah, Social Distance Drinking Club. Okay, that's fine. I'll take yeah. that. That's all right. I mean, do you want me to go like full, middle, and last? I was name? hoping you would describe the mole on the left side of my face, okay, just above so, my cheek, and then I'm kidding. Holy <laughs> mole! <laughs> this is the part where everyone unsubscribes <laughs> from the podcast. They just went, "This is terrible." So, all right, for all of you who are listening, picture the old Greek statues <laughs> that are all torn down. And then the exact opposite. That's what Yusuf looks like. <laughs> Picture the parts that fell off the statue. <laughs> that's, that's me. All right, I'm going to go get the other fridge one. I'm a collective broken statue. I, you want to finish that? I'm going to grab you too. What? No, the other fridge one. The, the hidden one that you said you would hate me for if I poured. I, my, I mean, my glass is empty, so I, I don't understand what's wrong with the glass you gave I, me, but it keeps ending up empty. I will say, though, some people that do podcasts that try that are not in the industry get into them or try to do it and they Ready? they fail fairly okay, quick. Hold on, what's is that wine in a can? <laughs> it's canned wine. Yes, he said he's not. He hates you today. That's what I heard. Unless it's like it can't. I mean, if it's Dos Cabezas, uh, you know, stuff like Todd has a pretty good canned wine. Over he the does. Summer. The, well, the pink. Yeah, the pink. The pink in the can. Yeah, it's delicious. It's kind of pricey. Oh, and, and Maynard has one too, but. Mm. What people don't realize, though, is wine in a can. It's good. And you start drinking it, and you don't realize that a can of wine is like two glasses. Oh, yeah. So you're like, oh, I could drink two beers. Oh, I'm going to drink two cans of wine. You're like, holy fuck, I'm hammered. Is this just... Is this just cold, or why does it look like... It's Chateau... That's interesting. No, it's got bubbles to it. Chateau Sorrow. Chateau Sorrow. <laughs> you, pa- you pair this with a soggy, uncooked dough pizza it's and <laughs> some stretchy cheese that first just off, keeps stretching. First in off, an airport. This is too good for Sbarro's. <laughs> Sbarro's kid... This, is, this costs more than Sbarro's. All right. But By oh, the way, if this sucks, because oh, it smells geez, like it's terrible. God. Good Lord. Well, we coming from what we were just drinking. I don't even want to drink yeah, that. Just go get a, something out of the cabinets, yeah. whatever. No, normally, smells, I, I, normally like, I'm like, ah, no dump bucket necessary. Drink it. But this is, smells like it's not going to go down. Um, See, people just drop us off samples sometimes, and then they run because they know that we're going to rip a, it apart. This was a sample? Somebody said, hey, you should try this. Bye. And they left. Are we going to say out loud what it is once we... I know. don't... I, I have a feeling I know what he grabbed, but I'm not sure. Because... Okay, uh, here's what that tastes like. This is like, <laughs> it's like, it's like somebody took butter and left it out overnight, and then was like, "Shit, I didn't put this in the fridge." And then they like immediately threw it in the freezer, hoping it was just going to stop any of the disgusting shit that was already growing inside of there from continuing to multiply. Can you do me a favor? Can you write some of my wine notes for the shelving for our shelves? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Do you have do you have like fucking oh, wine notes that oh, open like a pinup? Because totally I'm going to describe these things. Like. This is great. 
Dude, no, we should do augmented reality where you take a, like, if you hold it up to a label and it's and Yusef, Yusef just pops up going, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Hell no. no. <laughs> this is garbage. This sucks. Um, is I'm not this, even going to show this. Our, is this that, our dump bucket? Yes. Is dump bucket something that, like, the French use as an insult at wine tastings? Like, you are a dump bucket. No, they, they're like, I must spit in this bucket because it tastes too good. <laughs> I am. I'm going to do this one more time simply for educational purposes. I'm pretty sure it's sitting right about here. <laughs> the wine? Yes. It's pretty it's the, my body's saying, don't let it go all the way down. <laughs> cool. I've had a really good time, but herbal essences should stay in the shampoo game and not in the wine game. Let's never do that again. Uh, what was I drinking just now? Melted buttery shard. Was I, was I off on melted no, butter? That's exactly what he said. But butter that has been left a, out for an entire day, and then yeah. someone tried to no, freeze act, it. Ironically, you, you really need not even butter, like fake butter. Fake like the but, stuff, like, it doesn't even freeze; like, it turns to flakes. Like I can't believe it's not sure. It might be like a butter jockstrap, like a vegan butter that wasn't quite put together appropriately. Oh, thank you. Oof, that is just awful. All right, thanks, John, for, for warming uh, up our palate. Yeah, can we go? Through, yeah. Can we just burn these glasses? Yeah. Like, we'll, do you have any Jewish to... neighbors getting married anytime soon? That we could just like, smash opa. these. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That's well, we'll go to this one next. This one's way better. But going back to kind of what I was saying a minute ago, though, so many people try and break into this industry, like the podcasting industry that have never done it before and start talking about beverages or restaurants, and very few people can make an impact like you have from someone who's not worked in the beverage industry. Like you come from what, sound? No, I mean, and I, events? I, I mean I'm, a, I'm a project manager and producer right. at this point, but, but I started in, but you're in not video. A no, I started in video editing and video design and, and production and, and creative marketing and there's, creative design. So there's only yeah. one other person I know that broke in so fast and became a, a name in the beverage industry or the food industry. It was Joni Simon. Nice. And she literally, I remember hanging out with uh, James Porter and some other people, and James looked at her and goes, how the hell did you become so big so quick in this industry? Because she wasn't a... A bartender, a server, a wine rep, a cook, a chef, nothing. She just wanted to start doing a show, and she just took off. And same thing, like, I see most people that are doing these kind of shows, they've already worked, they, they're integrated into the business. Right, right, right. But you're not integrated into the business. You just have friends in the business. Yeah. And you've, you've worked your way in, and you've done events, you've made friends, but now you're actually, like, tilting the needle in the business, from yeah, your show, which is pretty fucking impressive. It's a whole new game. Uh, it's not what I expected to happen by any means. I mean, you know, our social distance drinking club started as a as a joke. I told the boys, uh, my co-hosts, Brett, Barry, Adam Green, and Adam Ledford, um, about the idea. And while I'm talking to them, I went and grabbed the you know the Facebook page, the Instagram page, the Twitch page, and started looking into streaming options and how to do it remotely since we were all quarantined. Um, found a great uh, program to do it with and our first episode a few thousand people watched (laughs) and it was just it was just like it was the dumbest thing in the world the first episode adam ledford didn't even know about the show we dragged him in 15 minutes into it and he shows up not realizing we're live on facebook and youtube with like no shirt on drinking a beer (laughs) in his house you know that's awesome and then people are commenting and he goes shit there's people watching (laughs) (laughs) dude that is awesome man it's funny because i put it on a background of a few things i've been doing and i've just it's where where you get like a background noise, you know it's live, and then all of a sudden you'll say something where it just it immediately stops what I'm doing. I have now I have to pay all the attention into world of that's, what I'm watching, awesome. and I'm like, well, shit, now I'm so, stuck on this whole thing. So that's a good point. And recently, I, I've noticed that from people, they'll put it on in the background and continue doing something. Maybe they're finishing up dinner, or maybe they're cleaning up after dinner, um, or whatever it may be. You know, Sunday Fun Day, our episodes at one thirty, so people might be around the house just cleaning up, doing some 
some household chores or yeah. hanging out. But it's uh, I'm trying to get better at making sure all of us as a group on the show read the comments that come up on the screen because not everything is going to be visual. Somebody might open yeah. up and then open a new tab on your laptop, you know, or you might be listening to the show and be on another tab. That's one thing that it's weird because we noticed that when we were doing the show with you is when you get those live feeds, you want to answer that question, but like it either scrolls fat too fast and it's gone and you can't really kind of, right. you don't want to derail the conversation. So that's why I try to make to a it. note so we can put it up on the screen on its own. I like that you did saw. that. It had yeah. it pop up with the person. Name, the profile user, yeah. picture, it pops up. No, that was great. And it's, the interactivity is fantastic. We had a lot of it on, we just did an episode uh, with Tombstone yesterday. Yeah. Which we can talk about. I was that watching that for a little bit. It was great. But uh, we did a collab with them on Sunday. Uh, we canned it. We, we went out there on Brew Day a couple of weeks ago. Yesterday, we did an episode to do a live tasting with uh, Weedy Wiedenthal, who's the uh, head brewer, and then Marsha Lynn, who's their GM uh, and director of distribution. So, uh, Marsha, if you're listening, answer their phone call. The Hi. name also, Hi, by the way, is fantastic. Weedy Wiedenthal. I was th- yeah. Right, I mean his it, parents. It's got to be Weidenthal, yeah. So it is that or his parents are up in Humboldt County right now. Go, yeah, we got a great. I game. feel that <laughs> needs to be the name of a beer sometime too. Weedy Weidenthal. Totally. It's got to be. I don't, you know, it's got to be a weedy beer in there somewhere. It's got yeah. One day. A wheat. A weedy weedy. A wheat. A wheaten weedy. Weedy weedy. A wheat. Wheat But so we did. We have a triple IPA that completely got uh, sold out of distribution. It's it doesn't even go out. But that's awesome, man. Like like how he was saying earlier, you know, you go from Corona hits and now you got to start this thing. To you just waking up one day, going, "Hey, I got this idea. Let's do it." To you, did you had a beer done? Like you collabed on a beer for it. It's great. Yeah, our logo is on. It's gone like that. We can show it to people on camera later. Yeah, we will. We'll probably drink it on camera. Post a picture of it or something. But yeah, our logo's on it. It's cool. We had a logo band. We got T-shirts and stuff. Oh shit! So you know, socialdistancedrinkingclub.com. Yeah, right. plug. Everybody go there. Hey, if, if if the Manuel if Brothers masks, get a plug, I get a fucking plug. But that's a big deal because <laughs> you plugged Manuel Brothers. <laughs> we've asked a bunch of breweries recently about doing collabs, and they're like, "Oh, we're too busy. We're we're really busy right now." Like that's awesome that you were able to create a show. What four months ago? Five months ago now? March, yeah. So I mean, coming Three up, on, it's coming yeah, up it's on almost six. six. And, yeah. and now you're already doing like beer collabs, and you're having like the kind of. You got the people on the Accolation show. that you're getting. It's cocktail it's cocktail demos, uh, you know, with some some of the best mixologists we've got in Phoenix. You've had some fantastic some great chefs, you know, Chef Stephen Jones over at the Larder and the Delta, Chef Tamara Stanger from Cotton and Copper. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had uh, Chef Danielle Leone and uh, her partner, um, Dwayne Allen, mm-hmm. from the Breadfruit come on. And did they do Marble? I didn't watch that episode. They did Big Marble, and then Brad. they came on to talk about the... the uh, pop-up they did they did a jerk chicken not i guess it's not really a pop-up because it's a permanent restaurant that's yeah. just not operating on regular <laughs> hours so but they did open for a day and did a to-go jerk chicken event that was cool but yeah big marble's kind of been the focus for them they dropped me off a case of samples I of it i figured they did yeah. right when shutdown happened at cashmere's i was gonna I was ask and then i realized you probably they came it. in gave me a whole case and that then a, literally like five days later we were closed yeah but yeah, we've, I mean, we have had plenty of awesome people. The gang from the Brickyard and Hidden House, you know, out Chandler. I saw you had the, the, that tequila producer that was on. Ah, uh, Ruben Aceves. Yeah. He's the global brand ambassador for Eredura, Tequila Eredura. That was cool. And he joined us from Guadalajara. Yeah. You know, that that's kind of the nice thing about this, dude. You can get, you can reach people See, around the world. That's the difference between his show and our show because we record. You have to sit here with us. Yeah, like, and believe me, I'm really upset distancing. about being next to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just he's, at home, no like, pants on. He's like, let me talk about social distancing uh, right next to you. Well, we're six feet apart in metric. You know, met, I was just going to say metric, but that's actually wrong because I'd be 18 feet, basically. Yeah, damn it. Six metrics. It's okay. 
<laughs> so yeah, I guess I, mean, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It's, no, it's, it's nice it's, to have. It's cool to watch like things like that spontaneously as we hate for red. Damien was, yeah. Damien was hoping I crashed and burned. 100%. What? He was like, he was of all, like, of I all hope, the people. He was like, I hope this man never makes a podcast. <laughs> but it's not. Dude, I DDoSed yes, your I, site I, like five times. I and for was, some reason, you're so damn good, I can't even get the crash. Because we don't even have a website. I made it up. We don't Do even wait. have a show. I'm going to DDoS your twist page, Twitch page. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, next you time wait. we'll just go on his show and just okay. not have. You know, he doesn't even know what that is. So. Oh, man. D- doxing? It's a, no, DDoS is a, it's a denial of service. Yeah. Yeah. See? So. You basically just flood the page with a bunch of requests until yeah. it goes by. Crashes. Doxing, I'm, doxing I'm a fucking is nerd. Yeah. Doxing would be me putting your address online and calling you a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Damn. Or, or um, in a way, was it swatting? Was well, swatting a, was a whole swatting. Thing. That I actually know from video gaming. That's just fucked up. <laughs> yeah. 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 For anybody who doesn't know what swatting is, it's if you're playing video games and so. Somebody... Not give anybody any ideas because my show's live. So Ooh, like, good point. <laughs> well, that's that's been a big thing with Twitch streamers. If anybody's too. watching, oh, yeah. swatting is when you send Sabaro's pizza to Yusuf's house. God damn it! Don't you ever send Sabaro's? <laughs> look at me! Look at me right now! You look me dead in the eyes, camera people! You look at me, and you will not send Sparrows. Actually, you know we're what? Fuck it. If, you can, yeah. if you can find Sparrows, send it. I'm gonna make a. Great you know what we video. should do? Because he's live every single episode. He's live. We should send, send pizza, pizza to his house. <laughs> <laughs> now we're on to something. <laughs> it's really like, ding dong, fuck, fucking riff guys. And then just, and then just log in and start commenting like, mm, how's that pizza taste, guys? It's Hungry Howie's with Cajun cheese. Yeah. Next week, it's Domino's. Next week, Papa John's. But the worst, like all pineapple on one side, all ham on another, and one slice missing. Well, that would be rude in general since I don't eat ham. I mean, yeah, like, you're, send, you're basically going to send me something I have to open yeah. and stare at stare. <laughs> You know, like, yes. that's not nice. It's just, hey, can we have one piece of ham under the cheese so he uh, doesn't know? The, it's a Russian roulette pizza we're going to send him. Dude, that was not One fun. hidden piece underneath. We used to have a game where, this is at Frazier's when we did it, we had Russian roulette pizza. Because Frazier's had it where they put the cheese over all the ingredients and cooked it. Well, the chefs would always, at the end of the day, make a pizza for everybody, but they'd stick a habanero into the thing. And I don't know if it was a friend of yours or whatever, but it became a thing. And you'd cut it and then spin the pizza. And then you just guess at your slice. I feel like that is a game I would play, and if I I I would lose unless I got the habanero. If I got the habanero, I would think I was winning because that's the oh, most so you flavor like you're it. getting out of that pizza. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would cry awful long time for that. I like habaneros. Um, we're, so we're totally gonna send him something for the next episode. You just wait. one. No, just one episode. I and just, so he's always got it in the back of his mind, waiting for that ding, ding dong. dong. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Rift is calling. Yeah. I, I did just do. I posted a video on another concept I came up with as a as a parody of my friend. Uh, my friend Chrissy has a uh, page on Instagram called Hot Chicks Eating Snacks. So I made one called Hot Dudes Eating Foods. So if you guys want in, this I'm is fully open, like crowdsourced, just slow motion a, video. No, or? like it's really the idea is supposed to be that you eat something cool, you know, like food from a local restaurant or a snack maybe from like you know, an international store or something like that. Okay. And then you just post it online, either a quick video of you eating it or even just pictures. But it's not about it, yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's so many fun, weird, stupid things to do these days. Well, I Why ate not? a I ate a two point two million Scoville unit Carolina Reaper cheese ball. How'd that make you feel the next day? Uh well that's the next day wasn't the issue. It was a about a twelve minute process. <laughs> and what happens is you can feel two point two million Scoville units go down and then continue to go down. And I hadn't had breakfast yet that morning. Oh, brilliant. So it went in here, and then it waged war on my intestines. 
I love that she's over in the corner just laughing. It's, she's like, it was what, awful. She's like, you happens. thought it was bad? This, I was awful for me, too. There were a lot of people there. Brandon Casey, it's a lot of collateral know, damage. crying. I saw the picture Tears, of it. Tears, snot coming out of his nose. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, if someone just says the word jalapeno in front of Brandon, he'll start tearing up. Yeah, I so. mean, he's kind of a pussy. Let's not kid ourselves. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to get slapped upside the head. For, he's going he's gonna to come over at Rift in the middle of the night and pee on our door. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Probably. Brandon. Awesome. Sh- shout out to the woodshed. <laughs> so yeah, and if you want to go pee on his door, it's at the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is we've now done multiple episodes with him. Still have not had Brandon Casey on the show. Yeah, we really He's going to fucking whoop our ass. Brandon's going to say some things that... We, well, the problem is, if we have Brandon on the show, it'll be the funniest episode we do, and we'll never be able to post it. It'll be for friends only. You'll have to subscribe and pay $50, because the what? shit he's going to say. For Brandon? Oh, yeah, Brandon it's comes gotta on. be. Oh, it's going to be like an OnlyFans fucking episode or something. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much like, I'm towing the line of you guys having an OnlyFans <laughs> episode for subscription service. With Brandon Casey? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if, Brandon, if Brandon and I came in here and did the show, you guys could probably just sit in the back. Just let us yeah. handle it for about 30 minutes. I, I'd be totally okay with that. Today's <laughs> Spilling the Truth episode is not brought to you by us. We have Brandon <laughs> and Yusuf here, so um, we're going to go have beers because our place is about to get I'm officially up. the producer at that point. Yeah, I'll you sit there in the background. I think you guys would still you have could just to be have... The, you could be the Vanna White or the dancer. That, no, no, like, you'd still have to have microphones and stuff, but like, do you, know, do you know how they talk to the guy in the booth? You know, yeah. you come in and be like, yeah, check the stats on that. And uh, it's garbage. That is terrible. <laughs> the Jamie of the group. Was, yeah. Do you know, I think a four person round table with the four of us would be just terrible. And the funniest thing. Let's do it. Yeah. How challenging is that with your show with people trying to talk over each other? Uh, I've found that four is pretty much your happy place. We had we, we were getting better at it. Um, yesterday, for example, with Tombstone, we had two guests. So really keeping four on screen is hard when you already have four people on the show. We are starting to rotate, so I'll do every show, with, say for maybe me needing some time off or something like that, and then the guys will pick one or two shows a week that they can do okay. that fit their schedules. Uh, and yeah, it's, it just depends. It depends on how many guests we have. I'm trying to keep it to one guest. Yesterday was a special circumstance having two guests from the same place, so yeah. you know, uh, it is difficult, especially with a delay and not being in the same room next to each other. That makes things a lot harder because there is that lag time between what I'm saying and what you're going to say. And you start talking when I start. It's, it's a long-distance phone call. It's the CNN effect, yeah. you know, where they're yeah. like, uh, they're just going out to, the, uh, out to the field. Uh, he is in the middle of Baghdad, and war is waging all around him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah I'm bombs. having a great time out here. It's just crazy. It's nuts and bullets flying. I'm going to... Uh-huh. Oh, really? No, that person, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. There's a llama. Or it'll be a camel walking in the background. <laughs> yes. It's not a llama. <laughs> yeah, llama. Why would there be a llama? And it is true because here we can look at each other. I know when you're getting ready to pause, I could take the like torch. I can run with it. But on the show, when we were on your show, even like us being next to each other, like you saw us, like we, I'd look at him like, you take this question. Yeah. I'll take that question. Yeah. But you, you know, there's subtle cues you can take, like whether somebody's going to move, somebody's not, like, same thing with the guests. You can sit there and kind of look at him and be like, all right, well, you answer this by me, look, but if I turn and look at Damien and start speaking to him, I'll have him answer kind of a thing. Right. It's weird. You have like three different effects of if you're texting somebody, there's no context to anything that you're saying. So everything can get, you know, taken out of context. Your show, that little bit of lag and not subtle cues don't fall in versus here, we lose the aspect of, um, you know, having people like scroll for comments, but we all know how we're going to like work this conversation around. I put it's that weird. cup there because I'm waiting uh, for someone to reach for it. Thinking I was waiting water. for you to grab it and start to uh, drink out 100%. of it. 100%. By the way, because we're doing the blind tasting thing, what do you think this one is? Oh, I don't know. My glass had a hole in it again. 
<laughs> Touch my arm, therefore it's my mouth. So, so, tasting wines for the shop, a lot of people have been bringing us, you know, just random stuff. I mean, but today we had some holy shit wines show up, and we had some really some good ones, yeah. some amazing wines and stuff that was really varietally correct. So we thought it'd be really fun to bring these out. So we actually asked the suppliers if we can keep the bottles and bring them on the show. And these were all wines that we were like, this is something we need to carry in the shop because the wines I thought all drank. Awesome. Can I get a, can I get a hint? Is this is this single or is this a blend? It's single. No, the whites will pretty much always be single varietal. Okay. Am I am I, I so yeah? Like so for the hints, as somebody who is doing wine stuff, you would look at it and be like, well, it's kind of thin in color, like it's almost watery, like water like. It's very little color to it, so it gives you an idea that it's probably a, no oak. Definitely no oak because there's no brownness uh, to it. Oak will impart often a straw color, a golden color. It'll change the way the wine looks. So the Make fact that this amber. is so clear. Instantly, I think an unoaked wine. So all yeah, stainless steel. It's really acidic. When you switch, so when you drink this, this next sip, if, as long as your glass isn't broken, um, <laughs> if you have a sip left in there, uh, I love how intense his size. He's just like swish yes. it all around, like you have scope. There you go, and you're gonna get these like a lot of acid. So acid is gonna leave those that pinprick, almost like a novocaine kind of around your gums, like or cocaine or whatever, yeah, like for, cane, whatever, whatever cane, whatever cane you're like familiar with. Benzocaine. There you. <laughs> it's the stuff you put on your gums when it, they hurt. As a baby. I only know the other two. For like wow. herpes? <laughs> no, when you have like, when babies are teething, they put the little, like, aura gel, you okay, fucking okay. morons. <laughs> I don't know what that shit is. <laughs> I don't know. I know cocaine and, and, uh, and, no, and herpes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, pack it up. It's time to catch, catch the next flight to Vegas, I guess. We'll just bring in the equipment and do a show from there. Yeah, my family was Italian. It's shut that baby up or just put wine on his gums and that'll shut him up. My family gave me vodka as a kid. Well, well you're Czechoslovakian, yeah. so obviously they gave you vodka. It was the thing. Like, I remember actually remember this teething as a kid and my mom putting a glass of vodka you next to me remember teething as a kid or or, or having like my my even older my when my adult teeth were coming in from baby teeth my parents literally put a glass of vodka next to me and were like just dip your fingers in it and rub it around inside your mouth and so that's i was what like eight <laughs> like nine <laughs> like fucking slovaks this is what we did slovaks yeah. Oh Out God. of context, if someone hears me say that, but, that's not good. <laughs> by the way, I learned a new fact this week. Czechoslovakians Slovaks. drink more beer per capita than any other like so race Ch in the world. Czechoslovakia still exists? Well, it's, it's called Czechia. Chechnya? They changed the name again it's recently. definitely so not Czech Chechnya. <laughs> no, it's called, you mean like, Czech Republic? No, they changed the name. It's like Czechia or something like that now. Yeah, they just recently changed the name Were again. Were they drunk and forgot what the name of their country <laughs> was? Because it, it was... <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm normally privy to international relations and foreign <laughs> affairs, but can we? You're the stats guy. I need to look this up right now. But while we look this up, I was talking to a Serbian about it yesterday, drinking the. Oh yeah, well, I mean, of course. Let's some trust Serbian, Serbian beer. <laughs> yeah. He gave me a bomber of Serbian beer, and you I'm mean like, that country I... that just started existing recently in the last 20 years. Well, it used to be Yugoslavia. That's now like 18 uh, uh, different uh, countries. Uh, uh, the Czech Republic, sometimes known by its short form name, hmm. Chechia. There you go. Okay, so they didn't change their name. Nobody woke up in the morning and was like, as the Prime Minister of the Czech Republic, fuck that name. Is it name. Prime Minister, though? <laughs> By the way, there's a 100% chance somebody did wake up in the morning and say that, and everybody's like, have a few drinks and we'll have that conversation. Because I've even had friends over there be like, it's not Czech anymore. It's now Czechia, whatever they're calling I, it. I'm just looking at, you know how when you Google something, it says, like, things people have also searched. <laughs> uh, is Czech Republic a poor country? Yes. <laughs> what Czech Republic is famous for? Nothing. Drinking what beer. What is the Czech Republic called now? And is Czech Republic safe? 
<laughs> well, actually, to be fair, Czechoslovakia Czech is, is the one of the Brothel's Lava cities. It is. Brothel's Lava is like the. Yeah. Was it Hostel 2 was filmed there or something like that? Oh, God. <laughs> That's not a great way to start. Uh, it's that Eastern Block. It's right at the border of Eastern Block where it's still beautiful. It's probably not bad, but you definitely have I think some weird moments. Euro trip they went there. That's where like Flugenheim happened. Okay, let me ask you this Do they wear Adidas or Puma tracksuits in Czechoslovakia? That's what I need to finally do to. Embrace your embrace check. my check. Apparently, background. a really really nice apartment in Prague will only cut like the nicest, like on the high end. That's will the only cost you thirteen hundred dollars a month. Right, and on the low end, they're right around five to. Does it like four come with a complimentary tracksuit? Uh, I'm pretty sure you could get one. Yeah, knock and off it, and probably an AK-47 as well. I don't think Prague is what you think it is, guys. No, Prague <laughs> is beautiful. I've, no, I've, I've been yeah. there. It's, beautiful. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. Like, it's funny. I was talking about the movie Everything is Illuminated earlier today, if you guys have seen uh, that or not. But the lead singer from Gogol Bordello plays this guy in a tracksuit who's like <laughs> Elijah Wood's tour guide to take him to go find his, uh, his like lost family member. That saved his grandfather from the from World War II from the Nazis. Uh, everything is illuminated. It came out okay. like oh five. Oh wow! But so old. The, you guys have heard the band Gogol Bordello, mm-hmm. right? The song "Start Wearing mm-hmm. Purple." So it's that same guy. He's like, "Hello, I'm weird dude from this place and country. Yes, it's me. Look." So okay. that's that's the movie. Sarah, the girl we we're talking about, that she said she'd smell a wine. She'd be like, "Oh, this smells like a hobo peed on the cement." Oh, wait, we talked door. about this. We talked she, about this. That's like her favorite band. Don't drink that. She turned me onto it. Why? Because <laughs> I gotta, we got to say what the last thing was. Oh, is this the second also, one? Also, it might can be I, poison. Can I guess what the it last one was? It might be a different one. What do you think the last one might have been? I, the I'm, I'm, last one is, I'm thinking like, Gavert's Riesling, somewhere around those lines. Am I so close? it's got the so acid. Riesling is close. Into it. Riesling is what I thought. It's, it's similar in that acid light style. It was Saw Blanc. Okay. So yeah. it's still really floral, really aromatic, all the smell in the glass. But the biggest thing you always get with Saw Blanc is straight grapefruit. And like that last all one right. was all grapefruit. Well, you got any more of it? Let me see if I can taste that grapefruit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it up. <laughs> I need another glass. glass is, it's fine. We'll yeah, go back, there's to, we'll like go a back sip, to it. No, there's a sip left. Just take the rest of it straight from the bottle. Just right out of the bottle? There you go. Nice. And now I can look at oh, it. Oh, wow. That's actually more than a sip. It's way more than a sip. All right. Yeah. So it's Sauvignon Blanc. All right. Yeah. But it's Napa Valley Sauvignon Blanc. So Sauvignon Blanc, for wine people out there, it's the one varietal that takes on the characteristic of its region more than any other varietal on the planet. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so, so he's pounding y- it. By you could make a Chardonnay from anywhere and manipulate it to taste like a Chardonnay from somewhere else. Sauvignon Blanc will always taste like where it's from. A New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc will taste like New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Napa's Napa. This is uh, this is a. Can I say what it is? Yeah, it's Stuart. Yeah, um, Stuart Sellers from Kenwood, California. Shout out to Stuart Sellers. Uh, stop letting people drink this out of a glass. It's way better out of the bottle. <laughs> uh, by the way, that is, is also that, that, glass. Is a, that is a glass. <laughs> it is a glass. Like, let's... I mean, it's like if you're sitting if you're sitting on the river in in uh, Paris, for example, right? Like. You don't bring glassware. Everyone just brings their own bottle. That's a good and point. One baguette and a block of cheese per person. We really need to invent a cork that turns into a straw. Uh, yeah, that would be a great idea. Why <laughs> did you just tell the entire internet that? Because that we that. do it every episode. We come up with an idea. And every episode we come uh, up with some idea. Yeah, but it's good though. Like that's fantastic. But, so, how many soft blocks have we tried in the last couple of weeks? I mean, tons of them. This is the first one that's blown us out of the water. That's really good. Yeah, some of them will get thin. Some don't but taste like anything. High New Zealand. Acid. No, it's it's there. I'm getting that that bit of see what what I got other than grapefruit here is like almost like a lychee. Yes, that's what that's that's a characteristic, well, and that's a, the number one characteristic of Gewürztraminer is is lychee fruit or lychee. Is it fruit. lychee or lychee? Can we uh, phone uh, a friend. I 
called Brandon. He'll know. I butcher a lot of things. He butchers <laughs> everything else. It's not. I thought it was lychee. I've always said lychee, but yeah, it's a Y, isn't it? Lychee. Hey, is it lychee or lychee? In Japan, it's lychee. There you, there go. you there go. There we go. Oh. Done. Wait, is it a Japanese fruit? No. No. Well, then it doesn't matter. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna work. It's it's th- it's Thai, I believe. Oh. Typically. <laughs> but when, but when you drink a virtual beer, when, when when I taste or smell lychee in a wine, I literally instantly I'm like, that's converts. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, like whenever I taste cat pee, it's straight New Zealand saw blonde. Hundred percent. So no, because next one because you taste cat pee a lot. Like you know, I the had a cat. Everybody who has a cat immediately knows the smell. Oh, of a cat fuck pee. yeah, dude! You can't get that smell. Is is <laughs> is important? And if you get it in something. Like in your car or in your, your clothes. mouth. Like I, I, a cat got hit by a car years and years ago, and I stopped oh, to get it. And I was wearing a really nice sport coat, a wool sport coat, and I wrapped the cat up in my sport coat. And needless to say, I no longer have a sport coat. <laughs> Not I'm, that one. That one I'm is guessing gone. that cat also no longer is around either. No, that cat's gone. <laughs> yeah, but point being, cat pee is awful. The only thing that smelled worse than cat pee was the Rogue Bar when it closed. <laughs> There was yeah. a there's a punk bar next to our where we're opening, and they didn't have bathrooms inside. They had porta potties outside that people typically didn't use. Either. They had bathrooms, that but disgusting. those bathrooms were not used for being used. <laughs> anyway, so so Sauvignon Blanc. So I was um I was close. You, were, get, you like, were in that general area of aromatic whites. Can we get degrees of scent? Like how close was I for being an amateur? This is like is that geo guesser. Like yeah. you're you're you were within eighty seven kilometers. Well, I was saying you were in the same country. Hey, if you were, if this was like fifty miles, if so there was like, a target ha- that you were shooting at, you hit the arm. <laughs> High acid, yeah. aromatic white. Maybe didn't have the sweetness. I could see it as maybe a dry one, but this yeah. is this was such a clean Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great Sauvignon Blanc right there. We were so su- yeah. So shout out shout out to Stuart. Yeah, Stuart. Stuart. Yeah, I wonder, is it Stuart or Stuart? I don't know, you guys watch Letterkenny? We just watched it last. We, we were watching Stuart. some, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Letterkenny. Oh, uh, so. don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 how many hours do you have for this show? All of it. But here's the only thing I want to bring in, because it's the greatest day in a while. We were watching Letterkenny we Sunday. one episode. One episode. And it was the beginning where they were talking about how DMX has the only sound you can make and by barking in a rap song that works because you can't make any other rap lyrics yeah. and follow it with any other animal. Guess who fucking released a brand new song today? DMX? Goddamn yep. DMX for us. Ah, and by the nice. way, his very first line is, call me their microwave because I, I serve hot shit. And then he barks for a minute on it. It's the best fucking thing ever. That's, I listened um, to it all the way here, that's and I classic, got super hyped. That's classic uh, 137 mile per hour uh, speeding ticket in Scottsdale DMX. Oh, I had my windows down, and I was yelling <laughs> a little bit. No, but you guys remember when he got dinged by that uh, that camera, speed camera on the freeway in Scottsdale? <laughs> he lives out, or I don't know if he's allowed to live out here anymore after I, the Cave I, Creek I, incident. I don't know either. I, th- I thought he was still in jail. It's I just blocked. figured they gave him a studio, a cushy studio at Florence or something. Dude, the know. funniest thing is he sounds the exact same, but if he smoked 10 more packs of cigarettes a day. Nice. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so next white wine. Yes. So we have two whites or two reds from today. So this one is, well, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. So with this one, yeah, a little bit more golden in color. Mm-hmm. So because it's got that like extra tinge, probably a little bit of oak, it's got a much bigger body to it. It physically feels heavier on the palate. Did I pour that for you, by the way, Damien? Yeah. Did I? Okay. 
Just, I just drank it. You've got a hole in your glass, too? I do. Excellent. I think he was just getting jealous that I was drinking out of Stewart's glass. Stewart? <laughs> I needed something to do while he was drinking out of the bottle, so I just drank out of the glass. You guys know who you invited here, right? <laughs> yes. yes, we didn't work. That's why we have four bottles plus beers. Plus beers. For this episode. Yeah. You have to end on beers, because I think we, we, we rounded out with nonsense in the beginning, all wine stuff in the middle, and then... We bring the beer knowledge to the end of this thing. What do we have? Like three or four Malbecs last time we was on? This. Yeah, three, we did the Malbecs with them, I think. This tastes like grapefruit to me. Really? Is that weird? No. Well, not really. My, my first rule is we all taste like different white things. White grapefruit. Not regular grapefruit, but like, you know that like ocean spray fucking white grapefruit juice that you have, they have them. Isn't that cranberry? No. Dude. Ocean, ocean spray. I don't know if it's ocean. Somebody fucking makes it. He's asking me to tell you who makes the. the What's juice? a white, white grapefruit? Oh, I have no idea. I've never heard of this in my life. All right. I got to look this stuff up. I saw it. This is about to become a touchy subject. <laughs> white grapefruit. I mean, like, I've had like. Pink, is it white peaches? Or regular grapefruit? I mean, there's regular grapefruit and pink grapefruit. Is regular. Well, Maybe it's just the grapefruit. juice. Maybe it's a blend, man. I'm just thinking of this stuff. Right you know what the craziest yep. thing is? Ocean, You're not wrong. Ocean spray 100% white grapefruit juice. Oh, shit. That's so, all that matters. Fight oh, me in the parking lot. I just got schooled. Yeah, yeah, that's right to happen. Dude, we should have boxing our pack parking lot. Do you have any of that? There's some left. You can finish that off. That box, that boxed wine. It's first off, it was canned wine. Some Chateau Cardbordo. Yeah, I should have left your your window open to make sure nobody's crawling into my car right now, dying. <laughs> it's Cat, it, for sure. It's happened once in a while in this neighborhood, but God, it's cool. Since that window's my my back window decided to stop working on the <laughs> way here, so there's that. Wait, was that what you were talking about that failed? Yeah. Oh, I thought my, you were talking about... No, the control arm that oh, the for my power arm. windows in my luxury vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Just when... <laughs> that I replaced with a Chinese... Is it a uh, BMW? Knockoff. Yes, it's a BMW. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. All right. Back to the wine. All right. But when it comes to white wines, like him and I have gotten more into white wines in the last like two or three years than ever before. Like, because there's... It's the acid. There's so much crazy complexity, and there's so much diversity with the white wines that people don't even think about. People think about white wines. You're like, oh, there's Pinot Grigio, Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc, and and Riesling. And people won't drink Riesling because they think it's sweet. Yeah, and and a lot of Rieslings are bone dry. Wait, they won't drink Riesling because they think it's sweet. Yeah, most people so I've met will that. never drink that because immediately they go, oh, it's got to be sweet. But you go to all these different wineries and, and vineyards in Arizona, and they'll talk about how at wine festivals or people coming in to do tastings, let's say in the Verde Valley or down in, in Wilcox wine region or Sonoida, all of these people ask like, do you have anything that's sweet? Hence that's... why I'm at every festival. <laughs> <laughs> but my shit, Riesling with green apples. But the greatest Rieslings in the world are like semi-dry or mm -hmm. total dry. Yeah. There's a saying in the master Psalm community that your Psalm career starts with Riesling and it ends with Riesling. When you get in the business, you want to sweet wines is some of the first wines you drink. Cause you're not a, you're not ready to drink high acid. You're not ready to drink dry stuff. So you drink sweet wines. After you've gone through everything in life, getting your master psalm degree, all your career, when you're all done, you want to drink dry Riesling. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. Like crisp, refreshing, dry, not sweet. Goes with goes with Thai food. Goes with like tacos. Goes do, with everything. I do wonder though, like. I'm noticing more and more I'm shifting out of the hazies and the IPAs and everything because I'm going into more Pilsners, more cold mm -hmm. shit, light beers, just based on temperature alone. It's not that I just started hating hazies. I'm just like, man, I just don't want to drink when I it's hot. I wonder if it's the temperature, though, because summertime, it's you. we don't want to drink a heavy wine in the middle of summer. We don't want to drink a heavy beer. I know it's air-conditioned inside. Which but is weird, though. I see a lot of guys on the Arizona beer enthusiasts bombing on stouts all the time in this state, which I find crazy. Which and even on I mean, that's shocking because people love stouts. I mean, yeah. right now, everyone's snatching up all the bottle logic. Now that I they saw that they had a release recently. So it's tart. 
Yeah. Pleasantly tart. Real quick, um, just because I want to put it into your mind. Sure. Do you smell anything apple related, like apple pie, cooked apples, apple cider? Baking like, spice. I, I definitely get like almost like cinnamon. I get apples. Like honestly, like not gold schlager apple, but like yeah. I just taste App, apple. I got like a, like a, like apple a, sauce. Apple sauce. Okay. I was thinking more, um, see, I guess we talked about this last time you guys sat down and poured wine for me, but I think of specific times and places. So the apple connection I'm having here is this the orchard in like Sedona that has this fresh pressed apple cider. It's funny you says that because I had this conversation with somebody recently. When it comes to smelling wine, I don't go for smells i go for memories like yeah. oh i smell like I, honest to god there's a wine and i don't remember what it was but the second i smelled it it reminded me exactly of my grandma's house they had like a distinct I, it's an old person house smell like you walk in you immediately know you're in your grandma's house like you'd be blindfolded where are we we're at grandma's house like it was a weird distinct smell it was like a perfume or a potpourri something she always yeah. related and i immediately was like oh shit i know what wine this is because well, i always have that memory pop into my head when i smell and it was an italian varietal and I cannot. I walk into Total Wine all the time and I'm just like, do you have grandpa's leather sandals from 1937? I'm looking for that bottle. But no, I have his sorry smoked cigars sitting outside. How about that smell for you? Is it a rainy day? How humid? Mm, No, no. It's all dry and kind of crispy and falling apart. Perfect. But it's like university. Like 101 is I smell apples or I taste apples. Once you get to like class 433 or whatever, the advanced stuff, you're like, there's a difference. There's a difference between. Okay, apples. Well, is it Granny Smith? Is it Red Delicious? Is it you know Fiji? And then even more, is it underripe apple? Is it crab apple? Is it apple sauce? Is it apple cider? Is it cooked apples? Is and it baked that's apples? That's huge different. Yeah, is once it, you get into those cooked. Same thing with like cherries. Yep. Talk about cherries. Like there's a difference between underripe, overripe, perfectly ripe, red cherries, Bing cherries, rainier cherries. I'm getting pie filling now. See, for me, I was getting a lot of that apple pie. I had apple I, pie. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting apple pie. Like when cinnamon. it's still cold, like you haven't really, yeah. like you haven't heated up. Yeah. It's yeah. Cook, cooked cinnamon apples. Yeah. yeah. In a way. It's, it's funny because that's a very specific flavor in certain styles of wine. In ah, this yes. Yeah, this is where I have to guess again. That's why you yes. want to say it. But ah. yeah, but, but also we gave him like no hints of this. By the way, this is. Zero. I mean, nothing. This is something you've drank. And I, I poured this because honestly, it was the only way we had for this thing. But um, it's. A very specific bridal you for sure have had, but there's nothing like this that you've had most likely. The ones you normally drank was like that shitty fridge one, but like better versions. The oaky, buttery, mallet so it, up So ones. it's a shard. It's a chardonnay. Okay. But this is from a fantastic producer who doesn't go that route. It's one of the most iconic Napa Valley producers that there is. Yeah. I've, noticed, I've noticed a lot of people who haven't touched things like shard are getting into them recently. Because they're changing. This has dropped in alcohol percentage. Heights used to be like 14, 15%. Now it's 12%. God, and it's this more is 13. lean. 13.5. Yeah. They're, they're 13. getting 5. it so you can drink a little more, easier, softer. It's not massively oak driven. They're not chasing holy crap points like Heights Cellar. And Heights is one of the most iconic brands in Napa. Mm-hmm. So they've been around, they're the second winery after Prohibition maybe third. They've been around since like the beginning. They have some of the most notoriously well-made vineyard sites that they use and they're redoing their entire label. So these guys know what they're doing when they come to I making could, wine. I could, I could find a time and place to drink this. That's the thing is in the end it's, you know, Saw Blanc you could drink all the time because it's easy. It's like, mm-hmm. this is like, all right, I have to pair this with the right thing. I wouldn't actually drink this by itself. This is oh, I love it by itself. I would not. I would do this like an Asian pear salad. I would definitely, I could, yeah. I could sit around on a podcast and just crush a bottle of it. Yeah, I mean, we are. We did. We did, we did do that. Yeah, pretty and much. I am so Thanks, sorry. Captain Obvious. But I've, I've always said, I hate Chardonnay. I love Burgundy. 
And to me, this drinks more Burgundian than a California Chardonnay. Like the Rumbauer, sweet, big, like oaky, buttery. I don't like that style. Burgundian. 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 Is that, is that next to Wakanda? Burgundia? <laughs> uh, we, I think we just found out the sequel to the next movie. <laughs> Burgundia? Burgundia. It's the entire French hidden land. It's the laziest place on the planet. <laughs> and they went and retreat instantly. Wow. <laughs> I got a lot of French friends. Save, save for the Pope shuttering I mean, just their grapes. Loki shows up <laughs> instead of Thor, and everybody goes, all right, we're good. Chateauneuf de Pape is the only place that is safe. There's a reason why in, in, in France, when you shift, like, reverse is before drive. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a reason. Shout out to all the French fans out there. We're so glad that you're watching. This is a cultural show with just, there's so... We got history? <laughs> like, you can learn so much from us. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome about to Spilling the Truth, where sometimes you question if you're racist or not. It happens. It happens. Stereotyping. So we we got we got another set here. It's time for reds. I'm going to take this opportunity to do that thing that Damien hates so much. Shout outs. Get in your phone. Uh, I'm going to get on my phone and I'm going to post on my Instagram story. No, please do it because well, Damien and I will ramble about this next little bit here. Um, oh, you're taking a picture? No, it's it's like a video. It. This is how oh, this God. works. We're doing this again, uh, guys. This is Jonathan Coppins, Damien Kanzer over here, yes. and my face is. Well, I guess I have to do this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that came out. Oh, man. And yeah, it's, uh, honestly, it's, you came up with such a perfect name also for a show. Like, that just, that's so perfect. What? The Social, Social Distance, Distance Drinking, Drinking Club? Club. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess I did it. Well, for, for a remote <laughs> show where the way people dial in, like, that is perfect. The best part about it is that we want to take pl- people places they can't necessarily be at or go to. Uh, so when this, you know, as we evolve or have been evolving, we, for example, the episode we did on Sunday at Tombstone, we set up multiple cameras. So there was a camera of the canning line as they were filling the cans and sealing them before they went to the labeling. Um, then we had a, a camera shot of labeling. And then we had another shot that was a wide shot where we were having a conversation. We did a much shorter episode, took questions and showed everybody what was happening at Tombstone Brewing Company. You know, what a canning day looked like where yeah. they were canning 6,000 beers. Wow. So... It was you just seeing these li- a line of stuff coming down. We got a close up in there and showed them the inner workings of a canning machine and canning line where the CO two is getting pumped into the can before the beer and the ceiling, uh, top of the can and everything like that, that's where true. it gets crimped. It was really cool, and that's a perfect example of what uh, we wanted to evolve to, so that when we go visit a distillery or once things are back to you know people can travel like we all used to well there's no reason why we can't make uh you know why why you guys and myself can't say hey what are you what are you doing there's this this event it's a wine event in vegas next week well shit you know how many industry people we could sit out and talk to yeah and taste stuff no i think what you did was fantastic and watching all those little things it's funny you did exactly what tv shows do so well you showed start to finish like here's it coming out of the tank. Here's the bottling. Here's the process. It gave people that little bit of information they got to listen to afterward because most people would have no idea. They get a can, they open it, but for like the people who want to learn, they have no idea. They just think, what, you take it from a tank and pour it in? Like, no, you, you can't do that. You got to fill the can with CO2. Like my case with wine, we do argon because you don't want it to go bad, obviously. But the whole canning process is a, it's a whole day adventure. So when everything gets back to normal and we don't even, we're going to laugh about 2020, do you change the name of your show to Not So Distant Drinking Club? No, or? it still will be Social Distance Drinking Club, but it, the the tagline will have to be copywritten a little bit better, but it's uh, con- connecting, like socially connecting people from a distance. Like I think it's great. Honestly, you also have the good makings of 
a VR bar. Like people throw on their goggles and they can see their friends. Do you want to keep, right just want to keep giving pool. away all of this proprietary information on yes, the internet? Yes, probably. Well, what, what, what of our, do that. One of the conversations we've had also is the fact of dialing in, having remote shows, and you can do that. We can't. We want people to sit here with us. I mean, sure, we could, we could do that. Why not? But that's not the style of our show. Our show is all about feeding off of people next to us. Sure. I mean, I, I don't have an issue feeding off of people through a, a screen or a conversation or... You know, that's I, I do like that. It's the one thing I do miss is the we had a, hey, you guys had a great time with us. Hundred percent, we had you. On it was the a blast. Show and it, it went by in five minutes. We couldn't shut couldn't you the fuck up. Are. So obviously, you were clearly feeding off of us. Okay, yeah. <laughs> as you were doing. Dude, just I told you, man, you're a white dwarf, man. You're like a little energy ball. That's I'm just fantastic. Like, I'm a little energizer buddy. Yeah, just exactly. a little energizer buddy that could get deported at any moment. <laughs> just any moment. Bra- Bye-bye. Brown Bye-bye. dwarf then. <laughs> that really the case i was born here for anyone listening i am an american citizen oh yeah. my god there's at least one person who had a phone like got him <laughs> <laughs> got him hop 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 and, and this is where we get doxxed <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna watch the social distance drinking club and i'm gonna get that guy to go back home hey, we to got, place we've got haters now by the way that's how you know you've made it yes when you're hey, doing listen, a live yeah. show and people you. are trolling you or saying that they don't like your taste in something that's a good point. We don't um, get that because you can't when you're not live. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. You know? When you get haters, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we had a guy come on there and say, uh, I'd like to buy a couch. And we laughed about it. And he's like, How much is your fucking couch? <laughs> and I think it just kept going. So uh, you know, we just we ran with the couch one. That was good. We got called fake. That was nice, apparently. So What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, that that, has that's li- like something you like said in high school about somebody. Like, oh, she's so. It, fake. I think, I think to an extent, people think, dude, that, you like, did it. You're fake news. I'm fucking fake news. You did it. Suck it, Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Democrat, get out of here. Yeah, I know, right? Nailed it. All right, your life's complete. You're officially fake news. That's it. Yeah, I'm that's fu- funny because you know, you know what it probably was? It was probably some guy sitting there. You said something that was more right than what he thought, and he's like, "No, fuck that. I'm not wrong." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he sat you know, there you know what? with so, no shirt on and a fedora. Is like, I'm going to fucking without, chime in without, on this shit. Without disclosing who this person is? Probably. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Probably. Probably. Well, yeah. All right. As soon as you said no shirt and fedora, Ooh. the image that ran into my mind is very specific. <laughs> I'm sure it was the guy that he's describing. No, let me, Brent's let me not, ask. definitely not. But close. <laughs> Did the guy have moobs in your vision? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting some buttery goodness here in a good way. Like cre- creaminess. Creaminess, yeah. Like, yeah. like full Like round. the butter melted on the steak, and it's left over. And that's something you get from even drinking a lot of beers, because when you're drinking... Whoa. Some whoa, of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, that's some real oaky action on that mouth. Yes. That's, uh, and that's... That's one thing that you could probably... Can is, you that, guys... is that French oak, gentlemen? Actually, it is. Oh, we had this Look conversation a year ago. I remember how to figure Son out French oak versus, things versus out. the Band-Aid of American oak. <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that what it is? The, yes. the sterile taste? Of- it's, it's straight vanilla, coconut, dill. Yep. But wait, so with beer, when you have like a barrel-aged stout, when you have anything barrel-aged, do you ever notice the oak? Yeah, we talked about drink? doing an episode and we never got to do it. It's been a year, guys. Over a year. So but yeah, we talked yeah. about doing one where about- we would put a couple of stouts, I'd bring them and make you guys guess what barrel they came from. Ooh. And oh, then we, damn, we had the same that, with a couple of reds. We recently ordered one stout. We probably could have done a few that was infused with a whole bunch we of We might things. be able to order the rest of them or other ones. Yeah, we could do one with him. No, I like that idea, though, because that'd be cool. Because with the stouts, I don't know oak in beer the way I do wine and beer. Because mo- I'm assuming most breweries don't get new oak. They get used oak. 
and it's used oak from wineries or distilleries. And they're typically and using you lose that. something that came from something else. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. We have gin barrel, whiskey barrel, yeah, this barrel, but it's barrel. not like new oak or French mm, oak. Like yeah. it's always it's coming from somewhere else. It's the difference of having a car you got and you smell ozone when you're first getting in it versus you buy it later on and it's got whatever somebody this, left behind. Is this another single grape or is this a It's point? another single gla- grape. Uh, glape. A glape. A glape. It's a single glape. glape. It's a single glape. I um, hope you like it, the grape. We so, wanted to have all singles. Anytime I blind taste somebody, we're not going to do a blend because that's... It's not fair. That's unfair. I mean, that's like facing Randy Johnson with a blindfold on. Ooh. It's. Wow. I mean, it's there's some serious candidates. You threw that one out there. They're like right in the middle. It's just some good like tannin-y bite. Some grip. It's, this is oh, it's got grip for sure. That's that's uh, higher in alcohol. Yeah, you can taste that. So all I'm, that grip you're feeling is up under your gums mostly. Is it? It's t- actually from the grape. Is it an Italian grape? It's not. So it's a French grape. I guess technically it's a French grape by like where it's grown or its lineage. I mean, let's. You want? Is it an old world grape? You're, Does that you, help? You, <laughs> no, there's no. Amer- there's two you're, American. You're, grapes. you're born in America, but your heritage is not. I'm American. Libyan, obviously. So, like, so, so th- th- this grape, this wine might have been born in America, but it might not be American. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's only actually a couple American grapes. No, I don't. That's know. That's what I mean. So it's like, all right. There's, uh, well, so, there's there's Norton and Mustang. That's the only ones I can think of. Uh, Symphony. Technically, uh, Vitas Lambrusco, which is, I mean, or really? like the Concord, the Concord grape. Yeah. But like Amer- America jelly. makes jelly. Yeah. Every grape that we have pretty much in this country comes from another country. So when you're talking about Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Merlot, all those grapes are French native, okay. which ironically all stem from I, Persia Vetus Vinifera. I'm going to take the, like a, a blind fucking stab in the dark here and I'm going to say either like Syrah or I was thinking Merlot but now you got you got me over here thinking it so could be like So Merlot a, won't get that tannin. No, I didn't think so. It's, it's, now you got me thinking it could be a Mavedra but when do you get Mavedra to You won't get itself? tannin out of Mavedra like that either. It's not because I'm used to just drinking GSM blends yeah, so I'm probably I, getting it from But Syrah would give you the tannin. And, um, and but Syrah has very distinct flavors in it. Mint is or menth- methanol, really? Menth- menthol. Mint menthol. Or menthol is when you get certain styles. Okay. Or honestly, if you get it really hot, like Australia, you can kind of get deli meat. You know, I only like it. it really hot, extra hot, oh, yeah. and juicy, like Australia. Ooh. Hot. But uh, American Burn Syrah could off. be to uh, very much like um, pine tar. It could have a lot of like asphalt characteristics, like. I grew up in New York, and when they're like tarring the streets, or wait, tar- how long have we been on the show? Because I was making an internal bet on how long it would take for him to tell everyone he was from New York. <laughs> Every show, at least once. <laughs> <laughs> and the over under is it? How I'm, I'm actually from Southern Canada. I'm not according to most New Yorkers. Niagara Falls doesn't count. I'm technically not from New York, according to most New Yorkers. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, You're sorry. technically New England. I'm done. I went and re I went and re listened to our show from last year. Just so you guys know, so I just I had to find little nuances to pick on. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, we covered the Sabaro spread probably. We covered the New York spread at one point. Definitely. The bets are still on. So. Awesome. So 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 it's not a Syrah. It's not a Syrah. So I, how many can I get like two guesses? Is you that get, fair? You get, no, you take guesses, but just say like why you might think it's something. So one thing, like I said, with Syrah, you get the that minty methanol if it's cool. Okay. Pepperiness, like Black pepper, white pepper kind French of thing. French Syrah is often like that black Peppery. pepper, white pepper. Or if it's hot climate, deli meats. Like, honest to God, I've had some Syrahs that I was like, oh my God, this is something like I would make a sandwich with out of, whether it was, well, not... Free so, well, you guys would never, sausage. you would never dare 
serve me a Pinot Noir, right? A peanuts needed. A peanut no ear? No. You would never dare. Yeah, one day, but this is too dark. It's too dark. But the one thing to think of for you as you drink wine. Yeah, red meat down. You ever have like certain stouts that are thin? And yeah. like it, yeah, hey, I don't know. Yeah, hey, they're thin. Too thin. But then you get the ones where it physically feels heavy. Need it's, the mouthfeel. Yeah. That is this. So okay. something that comes off with a lot of mouthfeel, it's bigger, is from a warmer climate. It's physically heavier on there. So now I think warm. Now France is out because yeah. it's not that warm. I you to said do it that might kind be French. It, the grape is French, technically. Okay. But yeah, so now you're in warm climates. So now you think so. California, Spain, parts of Italy because of that big mouthfeel. Yeah, it automatically knocks cold climate per, right out. Pretty much every major varietal grown in America is from France originally. It's not... So it's... it. it uh, now you got me thinking about that because like Tempranillo would be a lot lighter. It would be a lot lighter, way and, lighter. and you could see through it. Um, yeah, that's why I'm sitting here looking at it like this. It's got a very, it's got a very Welch's grape juice look to it mm-hmm. in the light. That's what you want to hear somebody who's selling you like well, a forty dollar bottle of wine saying, right? It has a clear look of a Welch's. It looks like my daughter would like this. <laughs> so, quick funny story. So, my friend in Vegas owns an Italian restaurant, and a bunch of like. Well-to-do American people were doing a big California tasting, and it was all like Napa Cabernets. And he showed up, and uh, Gino Ferraro from Ferraro's Restaurant comes in. He's like, "Hey, can I throw a, a bottle of wine into your tasting?" I'm like, "Sure." Everybody loved it, and he said, "Hey, by the way, when I put this in there, this isn't a wine. This could be like Welch's grape jelly because nobody wants to have Welch's grape jelly in a fucking glass." Yeah. At, after the tasting. Everybody loved it. It was the, the highlight of the wine. It was, an, it was an Italian cab that was fantastic. It was San Leonardo is what he oh, actually put into it. That is so good. A guy came up to him and goes, by the way, that was one of the greatest wines I've ever tasted. And by the way, I'm also the president of Welch's Grape Jelly. <laughs> 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 and it was one of the funny, like Gino loves telling that story. He's like, dude, I was so embarrassed that I was like talking shit about Welch's Grape Jelly. <laughs> oh, that's and the fucking president of Welch's is in the tasting the room. One Could you time imagine? That, happens. that would be like John being like, you guys should try this pizza. It's like, Fucking, it's not some garbage Sbarro's, and the guy'd be like, "I'm actually the CEO." Yeah. Of it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> my, my name is Gino Sbarro. It's Princess, yeah, it's Princess Pizzeria Sbarro. <laughs> All right, I I uh, I've taken two stabs. Um, so you've explained why it wouldn't be a temp. Well, we know why it wouldn't be a Tempranillo. So I've got one guess left. Uh, since I've already mentioned Pinot Noir, and clearly it's not that. It's literally too heavy. Yeah, the color alone. <sighs> Unless it was Naomi. I don't know, guys. But I can't. I can't you, think of a particular grape that I. Something that's commonly grown in warm climates. There's a. Oh, I got the wrong one. I mean, Malbec is grown in warm climate, but it's yeah, not Malbec but it's not because good. we did a whole Malbec tasting last year, and I and I wouldn't do that to so you. So when it comes to France, there's kind of two theories of thinking: Burgundy and Bordeaux. Yeah. Burgundy are light, and that's going to be Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Your Bordeaux varietals is going to be Merlot, Malbec, Petit Verdot, Cab Franc, and Cabernet Sauvignon. So often when I'm trying a varietal, I instantly mentally go, is this going to be Burgundy or Bordeaux? If it doesn't fall into those two categories of thinking, then I try and think outside the box. And then you go into, I mean, for me, I go into color. One thing is Petit Verdot and Cab Franc give a purple ring. Yep. There's no purple ring. So that's now out of the equation. Please edit in Prince in this exact purple moment. Purple ring. No way. They'll take this down. Ring. <laughs> yeah. It's too late. No, we only said two no, things. No, no. Just a picture of Prince. Uh, all you do is mention his name and he'll pull you off of YouTube and everything. Well, He's he dead. <laughs> is he? I thought him and Elvis and Biggie were hanging out or something like that. Uh, if Elvis wasn't, if Elvis didn't actually die when everyone thinks Elvis died, he's fucking dead now. I can promise you that. The guy, the guy has the guy died. Was, 
How sad. He died on a toilet. <laughs> Jack Black played Elvis on an episode of Drunk History, and that was like skinny really? Elvis. Yeah, so <laughs> just think about that, okay? Oh, my God. Jack Black as skinny Elvis is actually a great thing. So big, <laughs> juicy, red fruit, fruit forward, red fruit. Yeah. The tannins are actually restrained compared to like the next one is where it tough. could go. But just huh. that, that dark, juicy, I, I mean, if you guessed Malbec, I could see where you would go with you, that. You wouldn't be, it's a good guess if the, you had guessed Malbec. The only reason I don't think Merlot is because it doesn't have that velvetiness. Okay. Like velvet, like if you, like crushed velvet, if you think about the way that feels, yeah, yeah, that yeah. texture in your mouth is the way Merlot tastes. Well, I'm, I'm out of ideas here, boys, so why don't you tell me what it is? It is Cabernet. So it's a cab. It's 100% cab from Paso Robles. I I try not to drink cabs because I've had so many bad experiences with cabs. But if you drink a lot of bad cabs. And this is Paso cab. Right. But you said Paso, and I was like, warm, warmer. Yeah. Real warm. So that mouthfeel is built. You were right on the French oak because it's what, 50% new or something like that. So you got that. Mm -hmm. The tannin is soft enough, but it's still there. It's all up on your gums. It's right. Yeah, right in there. I felt, I mean, immediately, like you said, that grip. Yeah, that, that just grabbing. So if you ever if you ever drink a wine and all the tannin hits the tip of your tongue and the inside of your lips, that's from the grape itself. But if you have all tannin hit your tongue and the, actually the back of your mouth, that's all from oak. That's going to give you a massive fucking headache, and you should probably dr- stop drinking that wine. Okay, good now, to know. Now, now the other thing is the producer, because you could have cabs from all over the world, but you get it from the quality it's producer, it's going to taste a little different. Four. So so. You want to tell them what that one? Yeah, I would love to. Let's look at the other one real quick. So yeah, so you want to finish that last little bit off? So it literally is from probably one of the top two producers of Cabernet in all of Paso Robles. If you look up, if you look up the region or trying to Google what the best is, it's it's Austin Hope and Dow are the two highest rated wineries in all of Paso. And that was his. I think he was describing it as. Multiple vineyards from across Paso Robles, which is going to give you heat. Paso Robles is hot. So what it's going to do is give you way more mouthfeel. And they actually keep the alcohol down. But because it's hot, it still brings that mouthfeel up. Like I said, a good stout's got mouthfeel versus a shitty My God, one. this contains sulfites? Ugh. Ugh. Wait, wait. No, no. They might be free-range and organic <laughs> sulfites. Yeah, that's cool. I, just, just seeing pallets stacked at wineries of sulfites and people are thinking it's a bad thing. They're like, I think... I think my headache from the four bottles of wine I had yesterday was from the sulfites. And I'm like, <laughs> four bottles. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. I don't know. Did you I, also have I, scotch and liquor afterwards? Yeah. Oh, no, I just washed it down with a Zima. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> and and two would have cleared. Two Zannies and a Zima and a Zinfandel. Yay. It must be the sulfites. <laughs> it's got to be the sulfites. <laughs> like, it's definitely the sulfites. I'm, I can't, I would love to imagine the conversation that some senator, because it had to have been that high up for that to be a legal federal thing. They were like, Oh my god, my fucking head sucks. This is terrible. And his super religious wife was like, "You were drinking last night." And he was like, "No, no it's sulfites." Sulfite. Sulfite. <laughs> Sulfite. Anything with sulfites has to be labeled. And they were like, "Why?" And he went, "Shit." What was the What was the senator's name that was caught in a bathroom stall? Uh, the Craig, one from Minnesota. Craig. No, I, tapping his foot. Yeah, tapping his yeah. foot is a Minnesota senator. Let's just, I, you know what? Let's just for everyone who knows who the guy is, um, let's just assume that what happened with the sulfite situation was that he that. said he had had too many sulfites and he was hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, then, they they took me out and they were just like, "Here, snort these sulfites." I don't know why I feel so bad. <laughs> and I don't want to get in another sulfite episode because we've done a couple of them and we're going to do a lot more. But honestly, at the end of the day. You could put in like 60 or 70 other additives into wine. You do not have to put on the label. But for some reason, you have to put sulfites, yeah. which are naturally occurring. 
Yes. It happens naturally. Your you body, can, you can add mega purple. We're talking about mega purple There's today. Sulfites in beer. You like, can literally take a chemical that tastes like purple marker and put it in your wine, and it's totally legal. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, who doesn't want purple marker in their wine? I love the taste of purple. Yeah. Act, the black one's the best. Black Guys, kids used to eat glue. You don't think that someone's sitting at home right now pulling their hair out with curlers in and you 15 stopped. kids running around <laughs> wouldn't want to pa- have the... Paste is delicious. What do you, you still like paste? That's nice. Paste. Oh, paste. Oh, paste. I thought yeah. you meant like... Is it no, that? Glue's, I thought you meant glue's, just, glue's not good, free base like Elmer's sniffing well, glue. I mean, I mean let's I said, not kid ourselves. sniffing glue? I meant rubber no, no, cement. I, well, okay. let's not... First the mar- marshmallow paste is That's actually it. just glue that got a little bit more congealed, probably. Yeah, not the one that has like the, the orange cap, the one you actually have the dipper in. You guys, mean, sh- you guys mean sugar glue? I love sugar glue. That's good. I love sugar glue. Man, could you imagine how great glue would have tasted when it was actually made from horses? I feel like we have to make a beer now. Along with like glue, <laughs> just call it glue. <laughs> GLU with an umlaut over it. Oh, I like it, and yeah. it's a German Kolsch. Ah, uh, perfect. Well, it smells like glue. Well, that—that's actually the name of like a wine they do, like Glutwein, which is like Glutwein. Yeah, Glutwein. Yeah, which is the the mold wine. Mold with the I actually did not know that. Yeah. And all that good stuff. Glutwein. Yeah. Glutwein. Yeah. They, 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 I like they, that. They, I mean, I mean, yeah. Wait, wait. Can you teach yeah. my friend about wine, please? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. So, Glühwein <laughs> is a mold wine often made during the holidays. Oh. In the traditional German Christmas markets, Ooh. you can actually go and grab uh, from a beautiful pot that they've had just simmering all day, almost like a slow cooker. Like a crock there's, pot? There's allspice and cinnamon and cloves, and then usually just some cheap red wine, but it works because you can get a glass of it for like two euros as you walk around in the winter markets <laughs> in Germany. I'm sold. That's right. It's called Glühwein. You guys can make it at your uh, <laughs> Rift Wine and Switch Switch seats with me. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, guess what we have for Christmas? We're going to have yeah. Glühwein. Yep. Oh, no. I, that's what I was we're thinking. Gonna, we're going to serve two things. Glühwein and our new beer collab, Alexa Play Despacito. Oh, my God. The Alexa you, series. You guys have a beer collab name, but no one to collab with yet, right? Yes. Yeah. So well, does that mean I can find us a, a, someone for you to collab so with? So we're going to say this now. We have an idea, uh, and it's going to be Alexa Play is going to be the name of the beers. And then it's just some song. And at first it was the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard in my entire life. And I was arguing with Damien about it. And I was like, Damien, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to have a beer in our place called Alexa play Despacito. Boom. Start playing, playing Despacito. <laughs> in the background. So, like, so you want to do the Alexa God, play series. It was fa- I immediately was So every time I was like, hey, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Alexa play Despacito. Fuck. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, didn't they have like voice control for the Xbox at one point and the commercials were kicking off <laughs> yes. people's Xboxes? You know? my, my favorite one was when Alexa first came out and somebody being a troll like you were talking about. Uh, they were they were doing a local TV show, and they sat there and like, and the new Alexa's out, and all you have to say is Alexa, do this thing, and it does it for you. And when your credit cards are, you can say Alexa, buy toilet paper, blah blah. And they were just hinting at it. So a guy calls up, and they were like, call her. What do you have to do? And he screamed at the top of his lungs, Alexa, buy expensive dollhouse. And they got a call the next day, like thousands of like thousand dollar dollhouses got bought oh, up man. in the moment. But that's the thing before I'm, Alexa figured their shit that's out. That's delicious. This is delicious, but I got. Chocolatey, everywhere. Chocolatey, super tan. Like, like, yep. You know those delicious, again, holiday time. Most of the time, holiday chocolates where you get the the cherry, the, the, cherry. With the rum. Yes, but yeah. this is like yeah. more of like a dark chocolate version of this. Like, yeah, yes. this is like the fucking whole tr- whole foods fair trade organic version. See now, look how excited he's getting because it's it's so yeah. good, right? Like this is fantastic. And by the way, you're a hundred percent right on that last one. More complexity, different. Like the tannins grainier. It's actually sand dusty. It's like it's actually more grainy. On the front is of this, is I think, this some, uh, some some more Bordeaux action? I think when oh, only I know he doesn't know when oh. when you 
try a cheap wine, you could say, okay, this tastes like apples. But when you try a higher quality wine, that's when you're like, this is now Granny Smith that are with cinnamon in this. That's where you're kind of going with this is that we've tried certain wines, but the higher end wines, you get more complexity. Instead of just saying, I'm tasting cherries, I'm now tasting the point. He's got, he's got me. The 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 universal symbol, the point at the glass going out like that. That's American oak, isn't it? Nope. Totally fucking different flavor than that last one. It's, it's not what it is. It's still French, but what they do is they cook the barrel. They toast it a little bit more okay. to give it a better flavor. Because this tasted it's like a better took French a blowtorch oak. to the oak. So it's richer. Better, way richer. It's a better oak. So if you get like, and my understanding of working with French oak, if you get like an untoasted French oak barrel, it's disgusting. Fucking get rid of that. Where am I getting a little bit of that like sterile smell? On my nose, then sterile. Yeah, there's like you know that like it's like, r- like rubber. Oh, I, I kind of see what you're making. It's not. You talked about is? band-aids last time. Yeah, it's it's still tight, and that weird complexity hasn't quite broken through yet. Okay, it's like the alien bursting through the stomach, and you see it working its way through the rib cage, but it hasn't quite popped out yet. Because for me, it's like someone just shaved off the corner of a Goodyear tire and was like, "Snort this." That's what I get for like it, just but, a second, for just a second. The little asphalt. So, so I don't mind. I like a little like Asphalty. asphalt, yes. rubber, yep. stuff like that. In my wines, but if it becomes the air out of the tire, it turns me no, off. No, that shit's disgusting. So that's that true p- rubber. Pinotage. Yeah. So pinotage from South Africa often will taste or literally like the inside of a bike tire or rubber bands, band aids. You know, when you, when you open it. the box of a rubber band, it right. smells. This is so with this oak. If you toast up a French barrel to a certain point, you start to get like mocha, coffee, uh, chocolate. You toast it to another point. All of a sudden, you start getting baking spices, cinnamon, clove, like when you open that up. And then if you really toast it, and it's my personal favorite, if you really toast a barrel, a French barrel at least, you get flint, that gunpowder kind Mm, of a smell. I like that smell. too. I'm I'm a big fan. I've had a couple wineries that do it with Pinot Noir. This is something you guys are definitely going to have at the shop. Possibly. I mean... Yeah, probably. Is it I not, mean, is it not price right? Do we need to call the folks whose label is on the back of that label? <laughs> we we try a lot of wines. We're like, we'll carry this maybe at some point. We'll do a project with them. We'll do this. Our shop is going to be very unique with wines. Sure. We're not going to do an, a, a set like any other wine shop in, in America. The way we rotate it, we're going to do whole sets based on food pairings. I'm not, I might not even have like a Cabernet set or a Merlot set. I might just have a fucking Thai food set and a Asabuco set. And the food trucks will be fun to pair with when they yeah. show up. We're going to have a, a shelf just based on whatever food truck is out front. This is what goes with Rand Dizzle's food truck. Or this is what's going hey, with... Hey, Rand Dizzle, man. He's like, killing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah but he's a fun. wine guy, though, too. Yeah, well, like Hall of Fame Arena Football League quarterback. So Yep, right. Yep. And we're for Quench. That's right. He, did. he, he yeah, was a I wine remember. rep. It's like forever. He's a quench rep. Also Hall of Fame football. Also Hall of football. Fame football. By the way, did arena football go under? It's done. It's done. Oh, no, man. But XFL is back thanks to The no, Rock. Thank the you, Rock Rod. bought it. <laughs> hey, no, wait. This is fantastic for all of you. We're going to have a night of this one. So somebody came by, and you know how like, we have the rift ingrained in the wall for our nostalgia boxes? Somebody actually dropped a, a home-recorded video, like you put your VHS in, you record, of the inaugural XFL game. The okay. old school one okay. with original with he hate me with, yeah oh, and, and just, come get some the and, old one yeah. I know I know what you're talking about I mean, yeah. it's, it's not a fucking VHS I figured it's not a VHS yeah. yeah oh it's also there might be something afterwards so, we should so, probably turn off so we mounted box like wine boxes on the Mom? wall <laughs> nah. 
And we're going to put nostalgia in there. So it's going to have like old school games and toys and that light videos. And that's there. what the light bright is for. And the magic eight ball. The trolls, the magic eight ball. Yeah. My friend gave us uh, a bunch of garbage pail kids. Two, two used hits of acid from Woodstock. And, First off, uh, there's no such thing as used hits of acid. You just did it. I mean, I don't know that. Don't don't call I, me. I, hey, CIA. Nah. I don't think CIA gives a flying fuck about That's your point. acid They problem. gave people acid. <laughs> they gave people acid. We're like, nah, fuck it. Right there's, there. There's, they're still doing that. Okay. There was a Local Sheriff Department of Arizona. They don't, I, I don't, they do don't care either. You're white. <laughs> so, That's the point. Yeah, that's okay. So what we say is totally sober and does nothing wrong and is a great American citizen. Yes. <laughs> so first, first thought, it's definitely not Chardonnay or Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, it's obviously not Chardonnay or Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> like, um, it's not a Syrah, and it's, it's not, not Pinot it's Noir. Not, it's not Pinot Noir. It's not a Cabernet Sauvignon again. It's big, round, juicy, more complex than the last one, but in a different way. And then this is where you kind of get in. The more complexity you get, you don't get it with some grapes. Movedra cannot get that complex. Could it be? A, but can it be another cab? Like could it be a cab franc? It could be. It could be a cab franc. So, so first thing, Conf, cab franc can get complex. That's what I'm thinking. Old world versus new world. Let's just like I took a, when I took exams in college and high school. Yeah. I often didn't know the right answer, but I knew certain answers were not right. Not right. right. So you need to start crossing those off. And that's how I when we taste wines, we're like, it's not this, 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 this. It might be these, but I just start going down the line. So for me, did you, first thing did you, you do is... backwards down a number line? Oh, don't even go there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad fish song. Um, <laughs> or a great fish song. Uh, or a great if you fish guys song. stopped so, loving fish so much, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> so for me, so think. So Fuck you. Old world wines tend to be leaner, not so juicy. New world wines tend to be juicy, more fruit forward. So when I taste this, I instantly mentally think new world. Okay. I, this isn't Bordeaux. This isn't a a. There's a, more tannin for. This Bordeaux. isn't an eleven percent Cab Merlot blend out of like right bank Merlot or something like that because it's 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 got some body, it's got some grip, it's got some like heaviness. So it's you could instantly say, okay, it's it's New World. So we're New World wines. It's Spanish, it's America, and it's South America. Right. So South America is mostly Malbec. Uh huh. America is going to be for the color. It's probably going to be either Syrah. Malbec, Petit Verdot, Cabernet Sauvignon, more of a Bordeaux varietal, maybe, when you're looking at singles, because we're not doing blends. Right. It's not Pinot Noir. So, four wine things. Oh, I, me, I just pulled the wine. I know, this is I ridiculous. I stats out. Yeah, no, it's not stats. No, it's, the paper. it's the white. Cook. So, you hold it here, and you can't see through the middle, and the fade doesn't come through. By the way, I'm holding a white piece of paper, blower glasses. They can so, see. it's so dark. <laughs> Not for the listeners. Oh, yeah. The, 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 well, the not the blind, dude. Come the on, man. Yeah. The not watchers. So. Yeah. So putting, putting my glass up to a white piece of paper. So the only thing that can dark get that dark is things that have thicker skins. You, so the you, you slowly remove Mal, uh, Merlot. You slowly remove most Italian varietals in this case. Uh, Pinot Noir, things like that. And one of the, the key things is when you look at this wine... You don't look at the center as much. No, it also is the meniscus. Yeah. And the meniscus is thick, dark, like garnet. So that puts it into a category of maybe four or five or six grapes that are new world. Kevin Garnett. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tastes like the Timberwolves. All right. Tell me what it is, guys. It is a much better version of Cabernet. From the producer. From, this, from producer. 
We 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 actually threw you a serious curveball on this one. You 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 you've tricked me. Same producer as the last one, but they're high end. This version. is their high end reserve. See, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, to myself that, I'm thinking to myself, there's no way it's going to be a Cabernet Sauvignon, but I'm kidding. From Pasta Robles, so we from the same the, exact producer. So I went with the estate That's version. it. I'm out of here. Cut the show. It's over. done. <laughs> I've been, I've been, Just flip the table. I've been I'm treated, fucking out. I've been treated with such poor character. Or, you know what? But you're, you're a beer guy. Think about somebody who makes like some great lagers, and all of a sudden you try their regular IPA. Now you try their double dry hop. Well, now, now, you try their dub, now you try their triple. Those so, are different, completely different, though. Yeah, I hate just, to say it. Because no, thing that's I not a great example. Because with, uh, with hops, if you double dry hop something, I'm not. I mean, if I triple dry hop something, or if I triple hop anything, it's a triple IP. Totally different. It's thing. different because that's saying you're saying they're using the but same. They're still, grape. they're still hazy. No, 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 no. But they're using the same grape here, and you're talking it's, about these hops. are different. Va- these are different vineyard so, sites. But wait, here's the thing. No, no, different no. altitude. No, no, here, different. I, but I think I got this. Hops have flavor profile based on. No, I've got this. The strain of hops that they are. No, Yusuf, this is the difference right here. And and no disrespect to Dow. This is I'm just using this as an example. If a brewery made a beer the exact same way, same malt, same hops, same whatever, this one is straight water from the tap. This one is filtered and cleaned and better tapped. So you get more of the flavors of the hops, more of the flavors of the malts. You get more taken but to, out of No, it. but to his point, he just said that these are coming from different vineyards. The grapes came from different vineyards, right? But it's yeah, the so same we're talking grape. about different terroir. You're talking about a, a different way but for that all, grape to All grow. the same region, but one comes off of the flat. This comes off this hill. This yeah. comes off this hill. So they're going to be very different. So what I'm saying is it's you can't can't draw a direct parallel between a double dry hop or a double IPA and a triple IPA. Just can't do it. I, I, just, because, can't. just because you're talking about, at that point, that is your varietal okay. in an IPA. That's but, like saying, well, this is a GSM right, wait, 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 and wait. this is Let, a... Let's talk about yeah. professionals versus the common person. Because someone who's a common person goes, I'm going to buy a Tombstone IPA, and they grab a double and a triple. Yeah. They don't know the difference necessarily between the two. But one is more expensive. One's more hoppy. One's sure. more the reserve, in a way. The, one's the... The double, t- the double dry hopped IPA was the same price as the triple hopped But I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> for, 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 from a buyer standpoint versus geeks. I, 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 I'm going to disagree with you on this. I think somebody who goes in buying a triple-double regular IPA just wants an IPA and they want to get it. But what the difference is, is a Bud Light versus a Budweiser versus Bud Budweiser Light somehow. With lime? But, yeah, like Bud, they made Bud something. Select, which was yeah. an accident. Yeah, bank, bank, banquet beer yeah. versus... Uh, the original Coors Banquet, yeah. It, it's the same thing. They just made it better. Yeah, well, like it's that's the it's that's it's hard to compare beers and wines because you'll never get the at the uh, or, the okay, aspect of terroir a, 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 with beer. Example, I made a stout, but I also made another stout that I aged in a barrel, like a whiskey barrel with cocoa nibs and this, this, and this. This yeah. is more crafted. This is better. Instead of having regular malt, that's, I bought that's, I bought that's, specific malts. But yeah, take that. instead that's, of it's crafted different. This is yeah. crafted. Yeah, it's I'll a take it's that. a better vineyard site, better oak, better yeah, different this, aging. This one is we're building a massive complex about of all the, the same about things. This, so this pr- is like pr- saying this is like saying you got uh, X Y Z stout and then X Y Z stout barrel aged. Yeah, this is it's the same rage stout, against barrel aged yeah. in a fucking shop, and then this is raging against. And speaking the machine, about like speaking of out. triple doubles, since we're talking uh, about Ice Cube and having a good day, I think it's time for a triple IPA. Twenty dollar difference. Approximately between these two? No, 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 no. It wasn't much. It was like fifteen at yeah. most. Retail? 
Yeah, uh, one went from twelve ninety nine to twenty five ninety nine. Don't tell anyone. No, they're they're, they're going to hold you to it. When you're you're higher, higher. higher. Much higher. Yeah. Uh, the regular. I take, take some more of uh, fucked the, around. and got a triple double uh, the, Cabernet. The, the regular <laughs> retail is like twenty three, twenty five. This is more like forty. Oh, fucked around. I got a triple double. It's probably a great beer name too. He, he's like, oh, I gotta take it easy. Actually, like, to be fair, my who, said I, who said I was taking it easy? It's Wednesday. It's my that's, day that's off. One like thing every I other day, do this beers, quarantine has fed me. <laughs> beers got to do the best names on the planet. You can't do fuck around. I got a triple double wine. It's never gonna sell. But you can 100 percent do that. Hey, who's with gonna end beer. up drinking that? Fuck around. I got a triple I think, double. No, no, no. I think we should play a game, and the loser has to drink it. That's just the same wine. But it's not. That's truly not a uh, a Jersey Turnpike. Or or we can do it with a Zima. <laughs> like like in the industry, they do the whole uh, icing people. Yeah, you ever been? Iced? That's not just the industry. Of course, everyone ices people. Uh, Rednecks, I, I, people I, on rivers. I don't think that ninety nine point nine percent of the population has a clue what the. Fuck I think that is. you've been hanging out with people who aren't cool. I. <laughs> no, I just know the way the. Re- I hang out with I, the cool uh, listen, people. Listen, I got a I buddy that goes crayfishing at 4.30 in the morning and can't tell you the difference between well vodka and you know a, a good Bombay gin, for example, but he will ice you when you show up for a 4th of July barbecue. He just knows. But was he in the industry? No, he ever, never. Has, he's probably obviously been iced or hangs out with people in the industry. I mean, I don't know. The first time I got iced, I was in high school, so I was not in the industry. I got fucking iced. I don't know to tell you. College for freshman year, people were icing each other. Nobody was old enough to serve anyone a drink. It's a, it's such a fun thing. It's the way you mess with your friends. Yeah. Like I always say that I talk the most shit about the people I like the most. If I give you a hard time, it's probably because I like you. Because if I don't like you, I'm not even gonna talk to you. I don't care. There's there's too many people in the world. I only have so much time. But if I like you, I'm gonna fuck with you. And the way I fuck with you, I might ice you. Oh, well, here you go. It, uh, because, you know, you're, the, you're usually the stats and data guy. I am. So I went ahead and looked up icing. And icing is a drinking game, an internet meme popular in 2010. Okay, 10 oh, years ago. Long? Yeah, it's been a long time. It actually Save kind of fell one, off right? for a while. Yeah, one's good. Save the other one, yes. Um, yeah, it's the Dow Reserve of beers. The Dow Reserve of beers. So we're, we are about to open our collab triple IPA that Social Distance Drinking Club did with Tombstone. So what makes it a triple? Let's let's educate people. And why is there a cloud with a penis on the bottom? It's the can? a tree getting chopped down because this is a that this is, is an homage to uh, a, a particular brewery here uh, who claimed to have made the first ever lager, and this was while Ren House and Petal House and other breweries had already been making lagers for years. So a couple of years ago, they did a group collab with every brewery that was involved in this conversation. Essentially kind of like a, you know, let's all water under the bridge. It's like Lagerfest or whatever they did? Or no, no, no. Was... This was just to get together and do a, like a water under the bridge collab so that everybody could kind of welcome the, this guy into the community and, and their business. So they called it Avar, E-V-A-R, Lager, L-O-G-G-E-R. And it was a guy chopping down a tree. But it wasn't a lager. It was an IPA. <laughs> so it was called Lager, L-O-G-G-E-R. Lager, so this, okay. and it was written with stick figures and a you know quick doodle on the can. Yeah. This says, I'm masking you nicely. That's the name of the beer here. A social distance drinking club collab that has nothing to do with Evar, as in Evar Lager. Awesome. And the description on the back, this hazy, juicy triple IPA takes the most tropical citra hops, strata hops, bursting with passion fruit, and comet hops, so citrusy, you'll never think about comet hops the same way again. (laughs) I've never heard of comet. And it blends them all into a beer so refreshing, 
yet intense, so smooth, yet strong, that you'll forget that the label art might be vaguely familiar. Et voila. This, uh, this is it. So it's a triple IPA because of its... It's the same way that the Belgians would look at like a, a, a doppel... Uh, so it's this is a triple IPA because of its alcohol content. It's so ten percent. Is can, that what qualifies it to be? Is the alcohol and not you can't make hops? a double IPA that's five percent, for example, yeah. like or, or like a triple IPA that's five percent. That doesn't work. And you can't make a double IPA that's fourteen percent because at that point you're you're in like barley wine barley, territory. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's what qualifies it. It's not the amount of hops. It's kind of the ABV you're looking at getting to. That's interesting. I, I recently learned that barley wine is based on. The alcohol content, the color, and the sugar content, and there was like one other thing in there. I didn't know if triple IPA double was based on alcohol slash hop usage, but if it's just it's, alcohol so content. So if, if they're, for example, this isn't dry hopped, you know. Um, but why did you choose a triple of all the things you could choose? To, you're a stout fan from I yeah, I am. It's, it's summertime, uh, and full disclosure, we invited Tombstone to come on the show, and they had already had a few different beers that they needed to make, just allocation-wise, what they had promised to deliver. And a triple IPA was on that list. So it was between doing that and a, a possibly like a, a Pilsner or something, uh, which, I, by the way, they make incredible um, traditional Pilsners. They had a, a Hellas Lager that was out of this world. But yeah, it just happened to be what they were they had on the list, and we thought, why the hell not? Dude, it's fantastic. And it's hilarious. It's so cool. That thing sold out almost instantaneously. It's gone. Uh, like, Sleepy Whale and the Watering Tortoise couldn't get any. Yeah. They didn't have any I te- to I give. Think I messaged you. And I was like, hey, can I get any? Like, yeah. Yep. So yeah, where, saw, where did it all go? Was it just... It was 135 or 145 cases. Obviously, they kept some for themselves down yeah. there because people make the trip down to Tombstone. Which, you know, that's a, a trip, man. And stuff. That's it's a lot of hours. Tucson. It's two and a half hours. Tucson people, by the way, it's harvest season down in Sonoida, so they're all drinking this shit right now. Oh, I took some. I was in Sonoida with did James nice. Callahan at Rune. Nah, um, dude, James is awesome. Oh, man. he's the shit. So we we were hanging out. I took him some. I uh, went to see the gang at uh, Deep Sky. Uh, Kim and her husband are fantastic. Yep, and I was hanging out with uh, with Dan. If you know Dan Goff, he's down there now. He work, He runs kind of the the tasting room. Um, so he's just pouring and stuff. So he came over. We had a cool barbecue. Uh, just. Aside from the fact that I pepper sprayed myself with sriracha because I forgot <laughs> elevation causes that issue, yeah. I opened a bottle of sriracha, took my glasses off, and just and you, <laughs> yeah, couldn't see for five minutes. Also, the power was out on James's solar panel at the tasting room, so the well water wasn't well, coming out. Ja- James's tasting room is his little fan thing outside in the in the video. Oh, he's built a full tasting room. Oh, has he really? It's it's oh, set. There's a, there's a bath. Dude, there's I'm, a couple I'm a bathrooms. He's even a garage. Man. He's got an old stored son of like, a bitch. He's stepping up. Celica in life. or GT something. I don't know. It's a cool sick car. You talking about the two door, with a little like spoiler on the back. The one with like the turbo on it and yeah. the Celica, yeah, Toyota Celica. It's like a two hundred GT or something like that. There's a lot of people who watched Fast and the Furious back in the day getting really mad. Yeah, for sure. So, so anyways, yes, yeah. uh, Tombstone. So to answer your question, Damien, because we were talking about where it all went. Right. <laughs> I like, have no fucking clue. <laughs> totally. Here's here's you what I'm telling you. If none yeah. of the beer bars got it, obviously the tasting room they gobbled did. up all of it. They're the like, tasting you know room what? did not gobble up all of it. What actually happened was everybody wanted it. It, basically, they told people, if you want this in your shop, you have to come pick it up. And they allocated it that way. So one-stop liquor and craft beer shop out in Gilbert came and got like 35 cases. And there were only 100 and something cases, right? Damn. So he came and picked those up. Uh, Tap and Bottle in Tucson picked up, I think, like 20 cases or something like that. Uh, ground Control out in Litchfield Park. 
you guys are familiar with them, yep, yep, they make a mean hot chicken sandwich. So Ian Harwell, who owns that place, uh, we we helped him get a hold of some of his cases because one of us was heading into that neighborhood. So we were able to get him 10 cases, I think. Um, and I mean, then a, we couldn't get any because we anybody can't, we, we can't, can't, get, we we can't like, get any tombstone anyway. Hey, 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 I already <laughs> sent Marsha a message. Okay? Are, By the way, I, I'm, I'm, I've told so many people this. I think Tombstone is one of the top, top. Three, top three breweries in the state of Arizona. We love what they do. We give them shit because we want to carry their products, and that's just why we kind of give a hard time. But both him and I agree 100%. Like, we love their labels. We love the you, product. You picked a fantastic We product. love their, like, that is such a great brewery for you to do a collab with. The artwork is awesome. It cracks me up. I, I love the artwork. And it's funny because we, we had all these, you guys know me being like the creative director type. I was sitting there racking my brain on how to make cool artwork. And then they just <laughs> they sent us this. And they were like, how's this for a proof? And went, yeah. Oh, it looks like somebody was drunk with a crayon like, and just went wild like on peyote. And... Like a good stick figure. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes stick figure is all that matters. Well, I'm sorry you guys couldn't get some, but cool. how about no, we? No, I got some, I got hey, some right, got some right, right now. Yeah. Hey, but cheers. I brought some to you, so cheers. Thanks. As always, congratulations thank you, for doing this. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for having me on the show. That's one thing nice about... All right, so, I mean, first impression is, damn, you can't see through the first millimeter of this. That is looking juicy. So the, the cool thing about this, and we mentioned this list. on... Uh, we did a live tasting on the show on Tuesday, like I mentioned, is that it's lower on the bitterness level than most... Triple I's, triple IPAs would be. Um, triple I's is what I would say I, after IBU? drinking an entire bottle of wine. <laughs> Did you actually test it for like the IBUs? I don't know or what anything? the IBUs on this were. It was. I would love to ask Weedy and find out. But we, he's like, t- I tested, but it's already sold out. So they still have it on draft there. They have, they have it Listen, drink. Rona's not going away. We can make version 2.0 happen at some point, I imagine. Yeah, I'm not going to mask you twice. That's the I'm name of the I'm not going to mask you twice. Yeah, I'm not going to mask you twice. I've don't make me mask you again. Yeah. I love it. I love, I'm not masking nicely this sold. time. Yeah. So and then, yeah, I'm not going to mask you again. It's supposed to be our post Rona beer. We talked about that one. Like Rona's over. You know, uh, everyone's so vaccinated. Done, everybody's like, got I'm a not vaccine. I'm not going to mask you again. Yeah. Like you don't have to wear a mask. But like immediately it. after that, someone's going to catch something like COVID twenty. Be fucked. <laughs> Stouts will come out for that. Ooh, I got. I can't even call this. it. What do you What do you think? COVID. Delicious. It's, it's fantastic. So give me what you're. What are you getting? First thing is you should have blind tasted us. I know, right? <laughs> no, no. Honestly, first thing I thought about this is the alcohol didn't smash in the back of my throat. It's not ten like, percent in your mouth. Is not it? taste. Yeah. It's ten percent alcohol. It's masked nicely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the so, uh, so hold on. I'm just gonna keep going off it. So you don't get the alcohol, nope. which is nice. It's Dangerous. super creamy. It's thick, man. But it's not like juice thick. It's not pineapple orange juice. It's just tasty. And the carbonation isn't crazy. I've had a few triples no. recently right. that are no. so bad. So let's dive into this. When you do a collab, what are you actually doing? I did you add stuff? Did you choose the hops? Or you just show up there and wave your so, hand above you know, it, it and de- watch it d- them do something. <laughs> it depends on they who chanted, you're obviously. It depends yeah. on who you're working with and what you're All doing. Right. So, this is actually so a, this, a, this particular opportunity to do a collab, uh they we already had everything kind of figured out. And that's very nice of them to have given us the opportunity to come in and we helped out in the brewery so you know bags of grain bringing out some hops just kind of helping out with the heavy the heavy load and stuff right like the the bulk of the work we did was assisting with a recipe that already existed but we were able to have a little bit of input on what was gonna happen like what we were gonna make to begin with this is something he has never made before so he kind of told us like hey 
I've already got this in mind. This is what I was going to make. What do you think? We're like, sounds great. I trust him. Yeah. Implicitly yeah. with what he's doing. Did they say, we're going to use these hops? Or were you able to give some input into that? He kind of told us what he was using, but cool. it's so hard to argue with a guy who makes can't argue. beer. I haven't Martin. had a bad IPA for that. I've had some super green stuff, but... It's hard to argue you know. with an artist. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, also... That's their thing. Like, what, I can't say no to someone who's going to put Citra and Strata in my... Like, Comet was, was a bit of a new one for me, I'm too. Not, I don't Citra think I've ever had Comet. Two never, of my I've favorites. honestly never heard of Comet. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, there you go. You'll never think about it again, apparently. That's, it's, it's funny because there's a point where, like, you know, it's one thing that wine doesn't have. You know, you have your great varietals, but, like, do beer as hops. If you made the same exact beer and used a Citra, Mosaic, Sentinel, that New Zealand one, the Wallala. It's a whole different the, beer. We had one from New Zealand, and I cannot remember what brand it was, because Saltfire made a good one. But one that we tried, and it had that Wallala New Zealand, I think, and it was so distinct. The second N- I had it, new in image, nut, uh, the four twenty Corialis yeah. effect. But we had it again, and I immediately went, "This is that New Zealand hop." Yeah. Like I know that flavor, and I was right because it was on the thing. Because this can't happen with wine. There, it doesn't happen ever. We're like, "Hey, I did a, a wine collab. Where I showed up at the winery, and I helped punch down caps, and all of a sudden I made a wine." Interesting like, you say that because um, I've been talking to James Callahan about was, doing I, a collab. There, yeah. It, you can collab with wineries. I'll make a cab. You make a Merlot. You, you can blend stuff together. It, it, it doesn't happen in California yeah. ever. Like, no, well, not, no. It, dude, it's the, a huge in blind sense, spot, In by the, the sense yeah. that we could be a part of the production of that wine. That may make it a collaboration. And putting a, if it's a different wine that hasn't already been on their vintage labels, then you can put a different label on it. And it becomes a one-off kind of like a, like a you know, but you're trying can, to think of a perfect example. Only one I can think of right now is like Pillsbury's Guns and Kisses was just like well the for you actually, but beer, you but know? honestly for you, if you were going to do like a wine collaboration, you won't be wrong in how you choose what you want to make because you can go to the vineyard, James County, like dude, if he's got a row that's sixty degree angles, each row is going to be subtly different. Sure. So if you go in and say, hey, I want this row and this row, and he's like, cool, all right, you get those, and then you can go meet somebody else and be like, let's do a co fermentation, or you put it in this barrel, you put it in this barrel, we'll blend it all together. It's one thing that I I I don't know beer well enough to understand it, but in wine, you can really make a right. true collaboration. You can it become the Johnny happens. Walker of I'll, wine, and nobody they, does. Nobody it. does it, and it doesn't make well, any sense. The, well, France does. They're negotiating. Every, everyone is so particular about their product. And you get one chance once a year to make wine. If this beer turned out horrible, you could have dumped it down the drain, started again. Sure. Next week. Yeah. Yep. You can't do that with wine. Yeah. You, you have, have great. You have one season. You have one picked. M&M moment. And with a, with a brewery as small as Tombstone, if this would have come out horrible, that would have hurt them a lot. So I think that's why where the playing Also, safe by the was. way, all joking aside, it would have hurt you just a little bit too. Oh, a whole lot of it. Yeah, for People sure. People would be definitely just, taken. They would be distancing from you. They'd be like, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> like, is a social distance YouTube channel. This is a killer, killer, killer beer. I'm happy to be able to share it with you guys. And for it's anyone awesome. who Dude, thank you very much for gets a hold of fantastic. it, I hope they enjoy it. The, but it is dangerous at 10% because it does drink easy. I mean, John and I are almost done with ours. Well, it's tough, man, because I don't know what your thoughts on this are, and I want to hear it. I don't treat beer like sipping beer with the no. exception of stouts. Stouts. And barley wines. I'll give you barley wines. I, I, honestly, I haven't had enough to do it. But an IPA, it doesn't matter if it's a regular West Coast. And I'm a West Coast. I like sure. the bitterness. Yeah. But a triple to me, dude, that's delicious. It's juicy. It's fruity. It has that little bit of bitterness, but like not enough to overpower. And it's all in the front of your palate, man. Oh, yeah. This is like the best pineapple mango the, juice I've had. The coolest part of the collab experience is that... We all went down and volunteered for canning day 
because um, that's really what you're doing. You're, you're committing to being there to help out with some stuff too. Right. And their labeler broke. So there were six of us total that were out there helping out. And 6,000 cans without a labeling machine. So all, everything's hand labeled. So this one, I think, is not that crooked. It's, it's funny. Fairly, you got a couple bubbles Brenna in there. Brenna Mom's stuff. So well, he's dude, like, me. In our, in our damn place, I labeled mm-hmm. every can yeah. of ours. Yeah. It took me four days and 16 episodes of the West Wing to get through 220 yeah. cans. <laughs> so 6,000 cans came yeah. out of there. Right. Y'all are crazy. Uh, it was 1,000 cans per person. It was insanity. Oh, well, no. That's six of us on top of the crew they oh, had there plus already. the crew. Oh, sorry. I thought it was six so, only. Uh, yeah, it was it was nuts. That was the uh, the bulk of the work. That was a six to eight hour day that could have been a fifteen hour day for sure. Yeah, and I think they actually started super early. I got there a little bit later. Just was held up, and I didn't get there until like midday on Sunday. From a sale, got there at like ten. From a sales standpoint, though, you should have made it. So if you only did one hundred and sixty cases, you should have made it so like. Every like if you're gonna sell it wholesale, every account can get ten cases. Oh, I'm with you on that completely. Because I don't. I, I mean, that's not my decision. Obviously, no, hundred percent. Well, they got to turn were, over. If it were up to me, I'm 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 actually very uh, disappointed and a little. Uh, Should have gone everywhere. I was a little. Ups- I was a little upset that, for actually, example, f- the big like the big the big beer bars right now, the big Sleepy Whale Tortoise, those guys, the, the, the Theodore, they Fred, got none, and they wanted it. Friends of yours couldn't get it. Correct. Our, I, I, spoke to, I, I want to play devil's advocate sauce. I think in a weird way, that's cool because I want a lot of money to stay with the people to keep themselves going. If they had promised, hey, yeah. sleepy, we got it. Hey, sleepy. Then, yeah, I would be like, that's fucked up that you promised them and didn't get it. I'm just it's selfish so cool and wanted this can it. to sit in really nice, well-lit fridges. Dude, I love your <laughs> Hey, remember how we were joking about Zoran living the Serbian American dream. He's living the Libyan dreams right now. He's got his I, own I beer in I, America, in Arizona, where people, dude, white guys, white people murdered each other over land uh, about a hundred years ago. And he went down to Tombstone to collab on a beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just can't wait to go kill Doc outside of a Montgomery Ward. First off, never Doc. Doc <laughs> is fantastic. No, no, not, not Doc Holiday. Oh. I mean, Doc from Back to the Future, like the Libyans did well, yeah, in Back I to mean, the Future. Oh, you're right. I, just, I actually just watched that Come again. Come here, Out of curiosity, how do you go back to the future? Well, if you've been there once, you By the way, fucking he's probably, go back. He's, how is this difficult for you to you understand? Because you know, he's probably never seen that movie, too. Have I've you seen, seen all three. I've seen all three. There's, there's a Sparrows in at least one of Yeah, easily. And the guy who's never seen Caddyshack. This is the part where we have to end the show, guys. Shit. When we finally start talking over each other. Yeah, that's it. When the Libyans show up in a fucking VW shooting an AK, miss everything. It took me, how long have we been doing this? Two hour hours? and a half. Hour and a half. It's about an hour. Oh. And a half. I, it it took me this talk? long to realize that that camera right at me looks like I have been giving this microphone sweet, sweet pleasure. Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, actually, what's going to happen from now is, on? I'm doing it this, this way. <laughs> That's the when only. I thought it was supposed to be this way. <laughs> That's the only way I'm doing the show is from over here. What he doesn't know is we're going to superimpose candles all around him. <laughs> Could you superimpose sixteen candles? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, that's, well, that's it. it. Show's <laughs> over. Cheers, Fuck boys. That's it. Hey, um, end of the day. This has been another episode. By the way, of you can't the cheers me, so you better use that one. Because why? I guess you do have some beer. There's liquid in here. Just get that last. That's rude. There it is. All right, I can't. All right, so that's it. I'll give you hey, bad luck to cheers. Thanks everybody nothing. for watching. Uh, this is Yusuf. We may or may not invite him on again. After oh wait, this point. Uh, I was actually well. Well, never mind. I wasn't gonna. I was going mean, to ask if you guys to. wanted to do a guest episode with just the three of us of yeah. my show. 100%. Yeah. Oh, so wait, but no, am I, but am I invited back for this show? <sighs> Unfortunately, anytime. Maybe at all. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, fuckers. Cheers, everyone. Love all Cheers, of you. kind folks who watch the show and not <laughs> use profanity. Also, check out Social Distance Drinking Club. You get to see him more than us way more often. Live. So. Yeah. Live. Two nights well, a week? I'm going to start giving you yeah, guys a, like a week. 
three nights a week right now, but we're gonna we're gonna ramp down to two. But right now it's three nights a week. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, seven thirty Pacific. Sundays at one thirty Pacific. Um, and if for some reason anybody nobody's listening to this tomorrow, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, that's that's how that happens. And then you guys get uh, I'm gonna start giving you guys a nice uh, yeah. few, every guest every few weeks. We're gonna do a guest spot. I love it. Yeah, it'd be yeah. awesome. And thank you. Also, check out Thanks the next that. beer. What's gonna be the next one? I'm asking. I have. You guys. I'm not gonna ask you. Mask you again. I'm not gonna ask. You we'll hey, someday how, oh, this is gonna come out. Yeah. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Thank oh, you. Alexa, play Despacito. <laughs> Despacito. <laughs> I just wanna go and eat some Cheetos. Every time I eat flaming Doritos, I gotta run over to the banditos. Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done here.